Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. The Ron and Fez show starts right now. And then with the advent of Dylan and a few other interesting people I'd meet or hear about, I suddenly realized I was being silly and that I should put all my energy into writing the song, into the lyric. So then I transferred any writing ability I had completely to the songs. And the song lyric got better and the structure of the words got better and they became as important as the tune then. And then uh, I think the songs are better. A, I've had a lot, lot more experience than I had when I was 20. I'm older and it, it's true you get more experience because there's just more time span, that's all. But uh, I, I try not to write songs anymore unless I really want to. You know, I don't no longer have to, oh, the Beatles need an album, you and Paul better go and write 20 songs tomorrow kind of thing. I just write when I feel like, you know. Buddies, it's the Ron Fez Show on a weekday. Getting ready to kick this one off with Ichiban's. Ichiban, of course, is the big story of the day, the story everybody's talking about. And you can pick up the telephone about 866 Run Around. Wait, 866 Run Zero Fez. Did I just say Run Around? Yeah. Wow. It was a whole different number. 
866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, to be part of the Ichibans, the Ichibans, here on a uh, weekday, and that's the big story of the day. Uh, our own Fez Watley uh, tells me he's high in, uh, but he will be available for his self-contained comedy bits. You smoke? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, he's taking a blood pressure medicine that affects him during the show. And, uh, because of that, makes it difficult for him to think. But, able to pull off the self-contained live bits and, uh, killing with them. Just killing. And if we can expand them and get them longer and then have pauses myself and the callers to jump in we'll be back we will be back at that point but uh have you seen him this morning yeah in the back oh yeah he's Got in the back stuff down all right 866 ron zero fez 866 ron zero fez looking for your ichibans uh ichibans uh let's head on over here to andy in ohio you're on run fez Hey, Ron. Uh, I got an Ichiban for you. But let me hit this. A new analysis of the Kent State audio recording from the shootings has shown that there were three 38 caliber pistol shots fired before the guards opened fire on the students. Well, how come the guards have never said that in the past? Because the source of the 38 caliber shots um, are revolves around a photographer who was there shooting or you know f- photographing the uh, the students. Uh, some of the students got angry at him and began to uh, move towards him. Their story is that he shot three warning shots up in the air. Um, that is believed to be the noise that the uh, soldiers mistook for. Yeah, but I don't. I never heard any of these soldiers saying they thought they were being shot at. Actually, um, well, it depends on which it depends on which uh, recounting of it you're hearing, and a number of uh, eyewitnesses overheard certain soldiers talking to this guy who ran up to them because he, he was afraid for his life, apparently, and uh, they noted audibly that he had discharged his gun. So but weird to think reports, that it, it goes to show you, like the the difference in the '60s. Like, why would a photographer need a gun? Um, going out to shoot some pictures. Better take a gun, and that way uh, I could shoot it off at any point. Just in case. Yeah, just in case. Brace fried or something pops You up. never know what's going to happen. It's better to have a gun than not have one. <laughs> um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's the way the Ichiban works. By the way, Pepper Hicks opened this up with a little John Lennon today. Yeah, that's right. 70th birthday. How old? 70. It's amazing when you think about it. Uh, I was yeah. reading this thing. Who is his kids? It's Sean and Julian. Mm-hmm. Julian Lennon now is seven years older than his father ever lived to be. Oh, man. Um, still looking for work. <laughs> but at 70, year old, 70 years old, you just wonder what would happen uh, with John Lennon and his career. And I just have a feeling... He would know uh, quite a bit about Matlock right now. He would be a gigantic Matlock <laughs> really? fan and would probably get mad if kids w- uh, walk through his yard. 
866 Ron Zero Fez. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. That's how you play Ichiban. That's how you do it. Sam in New Hampshire, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, I got an Ichiban for you guys. Oh, let me hit this again. Hey, a big blue dog is discovered to have illegal immigrants working on his property in Florida. Well, he needed them because he needs somebody to take care of his daughter's horses. Now, I heard uh, I, uh, that somebody had put out the report, but then he was supposed to do TV last night and talk about it. Did anybody say him? Or? I watched it. What did he have to say? What was his defense of this? His defense is that he didn't directly employ them, that he employed a contractor who employed them. Right. Even, even though in the past he had called out that people who employed uh, contractors were actually the biggest problem. I think he might have said that on your show, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, we had him on several years ago, and... Uh, does not like immigrants and um, said it every day on the air and then just went away for a while. I don't know what he's been up to. Occasionally he rolls out that Donald Trump thinking about running for president. Put that in the paper. Uh, here's Chris in Columbus. You're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, the color about the guy with the gun at Kent State left out a very important detail. Mm -hmm. That photographer was hired by the FBI to watch protesters. He was carrying the gun as self-defense because he'd been shooting protesters for a couple days and he had the gun for self-defense because these radicals weren't exactly jazzed about him shooting pictures of them. All right, so basically his job was to shoot pictures of the students, pass it on to the FBI, and then they would be able to, uh, you know, have some kind of order of who these people were. Um, so that's why he had a gun. He was actually hired by the FBI. Right, correct. And some of the thinking is the some of the guardsmen might have mistaken the gunfire for sniper fire, which is what caused them to open up with the 13 rounds that killed four students and then nine others were wounded. But basically, you have to say to yourself, why would this subcontractor for, for the FBI be able to pull a gun out and start shooting it into the air? Uh, well, the, and then you wonder where the police were on that. Yeah, I've read some accounts. Of, I mean, a lot of things. There was a book that just came out about the Tet Offensive. Mm -hmm. This is a little different, but... You know, it kind of gives us an impression that all of, every college campus was full of dope-smoking anti-war protesters. And for in the example of Ted, 67, 68, that wave hadn't really hit yet. That was much later. So this well, was a conservative author who basically claims that the Ted Offensive was a great military success. It's just that our media turned it into a defeat because of the public relations thing. But yeah, that's a completely unrelated subject. Yeah, the college campuses during the 60s were so nuts. Now, the school that you went to there, SUNY Purchase. Yep, that's right. Uh, the year that it was built, it was all this stuff was going yeah. on. So if you go up there, it looks like a prison. It's crazy. It's weird. Looking. And then there's very large uh, aisles in between the buildings so that tanks can roll in if yeah, ever needed. That's wild. So this is what the building codes were like in the early <laughs> 70s. As they're building a college campus, they think to themselves, now, when we got to go in there and pull out protesters, <laughs> this will be great. And this will, we can hit this button and water will pour all over them. And they were actually building college campuses for that but what they didn't know that the future generations would have very little uh care about what went on politically and just what was in the uh 
and the how many of those fucking ADD pills they were supposed to eat every day. Very apathetic. Also, inside the dorms, uh-huh. they had um, ways to just block off entire sections of the dorms. So if you had to go actually go in and get kids out that way, right? You could just they were able to lock off entire sections of the building. So you could see in those days how they uh, how they decided to build things were laid up. The youth was actually the enemy yeah. to everybody at that point. <laughs> you just like. We have to really think of ways we can take them out. Um, it's hysterical when you think about it. But they had no idea how heavily medicated your generation would be. And see, in the 60s, um, kids had to get their own dope from each other. Uh, by the time Hicks came along, the school's parents were already handing out the drugs so they would already be even keeled. Here's some Ritalin. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself. Now you're going to be fine. Mm. It's ridiculous. And those. And by the time you get to college, kids are just selling it. They're not even taking it anymore. Well, just yeah. Fucking, like, here you go. Two bucks for a fucking Adderall. All right. So I can get some beer. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very strange setup that we have. And I uh, was watching uh, TV the other day. Uh, Regis's co-host was bringing up about how great it is when you get dental work so you can get painkillers. And I'm like, <laughs> oh man, I cannot believe, you know, you can't get to be more of like a family-friendly show. And I'm like, there won't be any complaints about that. That sounds crazy. Now, if she cyber-bullied anyone, everyone would go crazy. <laughs> but she can say on TV, oh, God, I love to come up with a minor fucking health problems so i can just eat pills it's so much fun got some downs today it was great i'm on them right now that's that's the beauty that's that's what yeah and they're like oh are you (laughs) that's yeah it's fucking brave (laughs) new world just keep taking your pills (laughs) um 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ let's go down to clearwater florida which is fez watley's hometown now the hometown of scientology and talk with jordan hey jordan Hey, buddy. Um, hey. I got a uh, number one for you, or is it Japanese city? Ichiban? Ichiban! All right, here in Florida, uh, uh, some twin sisters had their first child on the same day within hours of each other. All right, so the twin sisters yep. had the kids within hours of each other, and those kids have the same father. It's an amazing story coming out of Florida. That's classic Florida for you. It is. (laughs) And the kids were born wearing cut-off jeans. I don't even know how that can happen. Um, So where did this take place, Jordan? Uh, uh, Brain fart. I I can't remember now. But right down there in the the Bay Area, right? Um, I'm assuming so because I heard it on local news. FLA? Huh? Or you're on Bay One. All right, talk to you later. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Nick and Aston, you're on the Ron Fez show. Mr. Bennington. What do you say, my man? I got a two-way Ichiban, part for Philly and part for Canada. All right, what do you got? I got NHL season starts yesterday and our Philadelphia Flyers. First goal scored in Pittsburgh's new building. Fuck you, Sidney Crosby. Danny Briere all the way. I'm out. Nick, I don't really appreciate any other sports being discussed during these howling times. Don't take your mind off the fucking prize, my friend. What prize? <sighs> Fuck 
can't even say because okay. of the Lord, because of the Lord Jesus Christ listening. By the way, you better be ready for some Catholic prayers letter hicks because you, seriously. I'm going to probably need help again. That's our God bless America right now, <laughs> Kate Smith. Because I really don't remember anything about what's the Hail Mary. What's the other one called? The Lord's Prayer. This right. isn't. I swear to God, I don't remember these things. Uh, memory's shot, I think. You didn't do any catechism at all? No. Don't, uh, don't, I'm not even sure what catechism means. What is it with junky parents that they don't look for the spiritual outreach of their children? I guess they have other things on their mind. Well, your mom, your mom wasn't a junkie, right? No, no, no uh, my dad. Enabler? Uh, yeah, yeah, right up there. Honey, I found your works. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Here's some more beer <laughs> every night, bringing it home for you. We what? have no money, but you got fucking Meisterbrow. He's, that's that was his shit. Beer, sure. <laughs> Why not? Sitting there watching Charlie's Angels, drinking a Meisterbrow. Hell yeah! But uh, you seem very judgmental, and yet you—you, you—it's uh, not like the apple fell far from the tree. No, not at all. But still, I guess I'm just annoyed about my shitty childhood. Not that I really care anymore. But just thinking back on it, I'm like, you, did you really need to get him all that beer? I, First of all, both your parents are dead. Let's yeah. leave them alone. Okay. Second of all, if you had some kind of a hot tub time machine, you got into it, <laughs> you would sit on the couch next to your dad, oh, tie off, and then call baby you a dumbass <laughs> and <laughs> scream how you weren't planned. Oh, no. That's it. You have more in common with your dad than you do your young self. That's some scary shit. I don't like to think about that. And you, seriously, you ruined that man's fucking fun ride. Everything was going along well. But... <laughs> he was living a life like Tom Waits. He was out in California for a while. Sure. Mexico. At that point, he didn't need permission when he wanted to go fishing until <laughs> you came along. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez Show. We're asking for your... Ichibans, that of course means number one. Uh, while this is happening, I have a strong feeling Fez Watley's in the back, jotting some things down. Oh, yeah. Coming up with stuff. Now, in his hometown, uh, Charlie Crist, the, picture, the video is out of Charlie Crist throwing the first pitch for the Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, this fucking guy threw a ball that made Obama look straight. I am fucking telling you, these politicians, if they cannot throw a baseball, have got to stay off the fucking mound. There should be like a new rule where you just walk out, hand the catcher the ball, wave to everybody, and off you go. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. <laughs> it's crazy looking. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, here is uh, Mike. Mike in Buffalo, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B., what's going on? Um, I got an Ichiban for you guys. Then let me hit this. Listeners, this is how you play Ichiban. Ichiban, uh, you call up and give us one of the big stories of the day. Well, I think the big story of the day is uh, Kim Jong-il's son, Kim Jong-un, or whatever the fuck it is, is uh, taking over for him. I guess uh, very, very soon. I don't know if it's effective immediately or whenever he dies, but maybe the, par maybe the South Park guys can... Uh... I would actually say this to the people of North Korea. Really? This kid just happens to be the best. He's the best that you have, and he's the son 
of this. We would never put up in this the United States of America. We don't believe in royal families. We don't think that there's some kind of blessed bloodline that we should all follow one fucking family. I think some nihilism's going on here. Huh? Nihilism. Mm. Right. Uh, oh, I forgot about the Bushes. And I can't wait for Jeb. Uh, Jeb will be back. Yeah. Now, the uh, Charlie Crist thing. And I shouldn't have done that joke about making uh, him look, uh, making Obama look straight, because that is a form of cyberbullying. And I'm finding that out right now. Uh, Ellen mm -hmm. is against it. And uh, the guy who won't come out. What's his name? The Anderson guy? Uh, 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 Anderson Cooper. That can't be right. No yeah. one's first name is Anderson. <laughs> I'd actually say to him, your last name is Anderson. Let's try that again. Uh, so, basically, it came down to this. Uh, Anderson Cooper is out seeing a movie last week, right? Cool. And, sure, he's doing well. <laughs> and I'm going to guess <laughs> off the top of my head with another guy. I don't know, though. So, as they sit there watching the movie, a Vince Vaughn trailer runs. And it's the Vince Vaughn trailer where he brings up about a car being uh, gay. And we're going to very slowly get to this piece for you. Um, but Anderson watched this and was just appalled. And the reasoning is uh, Vince Vaughn doesn't realize how much he hurts people That's... by having a trailer. It's a joke, Anderson. Has, I mean, Jesus H. Christ. Jokes are what start cyberbullying. Oh, so Anderson Cooper's worried about being cyberbullied? Well, he said he wasn't bullied as a child. And he has a job better than anyone else. So I don't even really understand what his beef is. Well, I know what his beef is. He doesn't like that Vince Vaughn. Vince is the kind of guy who makes this world of ours a worse place. No, no. A horrible place. And when you when we slowly get this up and we... Uh, because we're on some kind of, uh, well, the way that our computers are powered <laughs> is by small squirrels running around on a wheel. Uh, so let's just take, and again, if you have children, earmuff them right now, because this is just uh, awful. Ladies and gentlemen, electric cars. Or gay. Wait, I mean, that, not that, homosexual it. gay, but, you know, my parents are chaperoning the dance. Gay. All right, now, um, this movie, uh, this trailer played in New York, and a kid went to the George Washington Bridge and leapt to his death. So, uh, and I haven't heard anything back from Vince yet that he knows that he's an awful person. Uh, but there we go. Uh, I imagine as this is going on, Fez Watley's jotting some things down, ready to have an opinion on it. But, Hicks, to you, is this offensive? Uh, no, it's a fucking joke and a shitty trailer and a shitty movie. It will be a shitty movie <laughs> because he's starring with King of Queens. Yeah, I've watched the trailer. It's mm. done, done. I don't know what Vince Vaughn's doing. Remember, get a paycheck for yourself. Well, Vince Vaughn is trying to give America what they want. He tried to do some independent films. Nobody was interested. Then he was in Dodgeball, and they said, you're amazing. <laughs> so... Um, he's going, what piece of shit 
can I put into my mouth, All right. spit up in the air, Whoa. catch in my mouth, and have people buy tickets for? Oh. And the latest is called uh, Dilemma. The Dilemma. Uh, which is just out there with we broke up and we had a problem, so we a bunch of couples went to Fiji. <laughs> we didn't get along. Um, he's on a streak. So, Fez Watley, I see you coming in here, and I'm very proud of you for doing so. And how are you feeling today? A little high, like I'm on cold medicine, just a lot of cold medicine. Wink. Wink. Uh, gotcha. Um, does he hear something like this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to shoot for a second, if you can. Is that offensive to you? Yes, that's offensive. That's offensive because it's you can't go around using the excuse, oh, I don't mean gay in a homosexual way. Why and, not? And that gives you a free pass. Why not? That Use a different word then. But why, you know, and, and I, I'm going to take it easy because I know you're not feeling well, but I, I love that we have a disagreement on this. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to understand something. The term gay wasn't started by homosexuals, right? Right. And gay meant all kinds of different things. Now, there were also ways of saying something was gay without it meaning homosexual before, correct? Yeah, where it meant happy. No, not even that. Where it kind of meant the way he put it, like your parents showed up at the school that's gay. We would use it that way. When you say his notebook is gay, you didn't necessarily mean homosexual. You just mean off. Or in the same way, queer was used. Where queer meant not kind of uh, running with the pack. Yeah, but all right, that may have been the way it was, but that can't be, still can't be an excuse for how it is now because now people know gay has a different meaning. It has different meanings, exactly correct. Not just one meaning. And again, is the word gay an offensive word? No, the word gay isn't an offensive word. But when you use the word gay right. to describe everything that's awful, undignified, lame, then in, in it a gets... joke in a joke way. We we agree that this is a comedy, right? Um yeah, I guess so. That's so, how they're selling it. But let's suppose Hicks came in here dressed like he normally is. Yeah. And I said, you're dressed like a Yugoslavian. <laughs> I mean it as a joke. A Yugoslavian might be able to say, come on. But my point <laughs> is this. At some point in every joke, someone is going to say, come on. Right? Yeah. But here's the thing. It's, you wouldn't be able to do it with other things. If he said this is so black, there yes, would be if an you uproar. You could say that's ghetto, and we do that. And, and and for black people to go, wait a minute, we're the ones in the ghetto, that would be fucking stupid. But when I say that's so ghetto, do you think that's anti-black? I would say I, I would say that's more anti-poor. Right, okay. So it's the same way as he's saying gay. When you just said, well, it doesn't just mean black, is the same way. And even took the time to say, I don't mean homosexual yes, he went out of his way to say it because that's his easy excuse then he doesn't have to then this movie doesn't have to take any heat for trying to say something that's horrible or stupid is gay and making gay people feel bad it's not horrible first of all the the car just isn't what would be considered i guess fucking current or fucking cool whatever it would be to the seeds out there that you're trying to sell to but it's certainly 
it certainly isn't enough. First of all, does the joke work? Probably not. Uh, Hicks is right. You open the trailer with this, and it doesn't feel like it's going to be a great movie. But at the same time, should two of our big fucking media stars stop and point at fucking Vince Vaughn as if and tie him in with cyberbullying? I mean, it doesn't fucking make a huge amount of sense, and it takes away power. I don't know why people want to give up their power by saying, here's the word that hurts us. When now it's just gay. It's not any of the other fucking words that are supposedly uh, offensive. I just don't fucking get it. It's turning, really... an, it's turning a non-offensive term into a slur. You're going to have slurs in the world, though. You know what I mean? You use slurs. I use slurs. We all use slurs. Um, the day that you were drunk in here and you kept calling uh, that kid fat and fat ass and all that, right? Right. Should somebody who's overweight driving along listening to the show be offended by that? Because here you weren't attacking him for the things that he said, but just for the fact that he happens to be overweight, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you were going. You can't have fucking humor without uh, and say... Uh, not everybody is going to fucking laugh at the joke. Um, or else, you know, you'd be Red Skelton or somebody fucking stupid. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, I just don't, I don't get it. And the cyberbullying thing, I don't fucking get it all. I don't understand why anybody fucking gives themselves over to this as like it's a major thing. And this is what happens, I think, to the left. That they get so fucking sensitive about stupid shit that you got to fucking stop it. You got to fucking focus on the big picture. And even to this stuff to that kid who jumped off the bridge, the better lesson would be like the things that you fucking do. And don't give a shit what anybody else has to say about you. Fuck them. They're garbage. Instead, people found out I'm gay. I'm going to leap off a fucking bridge. Uh, There's the mistake. Well, people are so tied into their online fucking life or whatever, the Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, da 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 that it's becoming as, as important as real life. Well, here, yeah, but see, that's the thing. Why, can't, why couldn't he be the gay kid on Twitter? Why do you fucking let yourself say... Because somebody else doesn't like fucking gay is like, um, who gives a shit? Fuck you. Scared of his parents. Right. I'm not going to fucking deal with you. Uh, that would have been the fucking reason. Uh, look at Kim Kardashian. She is fucking some dude <laughs> on, you know, everybody in the country gets to see it. Uh, yeah. It rolls off her back across her fat ass, and she goes on to make millions. And um, it's happened time and time with these chicks. She didn't go leaping off a fucking bridge. She's like, whatever. She made money you. off of it, and then made yeah. more money off of fucking being the, you know, the girl with the sex tape. Uh, Nick. Nick in San Diego or South Dakota? I can't tell. San Diego. What's going on, buddy? Okay. Um, I just want to say this is the problem with all these gay activists and activists of any kind. They just take a stupid little joke and blow it up and attract more attention to themselves. Just fucking let it go. Who gives a shit? Be yourself. Well, that, there's the thing. If Anderson Cooper and Ellen really wanted to attack this thing, 
they would try to tell kids, don't fucking take any shit off of anybody. But don't let Vince Vaughn hurt your fucking feelings. <laughs> when, does do you have any reason to think that Vince Vaughn's anti-gay fest? No. <laughs> so he's not the enemy. So to stop everything and say Vince Vaughn has hurt people is fucking crazy talk. But it's this is the kind of stuff that gets to pa uh, gets a pass by in everyday language where if there's some kid who's struggling with being gay, trying to figure out who he is, all he, he hears... What about some fat kid who heard you running down a fat kid? Is he supposed to fucking go home and cry about it? And w or should he say to himself, well, I'll never work in radio. Fez Watley has taught me that that's a fucking place. So what? That's what I'm saying. Fuck Vince Vaughn. Fuck you. Fuck me. Who cares? If it doesn't empower your life, why would you listen to what anyone had to say? I, I, I just don't get that that's the fucking lesson to fucking teach kids is to let words hurt you. Um, I get where you're fucking coming from, Fez. Uh-huh. But you can't police that. You know what I'm saying? And all these years of saying, you know, we're against whatever kind of racial slang, I'm sure every black kid's had to hear something that bums them out. You know what I mean? That makes them say, oh, you know, now it fucking starts. I say this, better off fucking hearing it. Know who your fucking wise-ass friends are and aren't. You know? Let that fucking kid say to himself, I don't give a shit what that other fucker says. Um, Timmy in New Jersey, you're on a fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, I got a few things for you. Um, a bunch, uh, one point I got to make is that everyone gets bullied one way or another. Everyone picks shit with others. Everyone is a hater of something. All right? That's that's my first point off. However, you know, if, if you're going to go, you know, jump off a bridge or hang yourself or shoot yourself in the face because these words hurt you, you right. can't really put the blame on these people. I mean, they're like... There have been so many people that have killed themselves over stupid reasons. Well, again, yeah, it, do, it does come right. back. I mean, this is always the fucking problem, I think, that we have in our society. That instead of saying, what's the solution, we're going, where's the blame? Where can we point our finger because we hurt? Instead of going, I've got to deal with my fucking pain, I've got a man up here, or woman up, or gay up. And say to yourself, or fat kid up, but say to yourself, I'll fucking deal with it, you know? Uh, and the, the bullying thing fucking cracks me up because there isn't physical bullying anymore. Oh, no. And when I was a kid, there was a lot of physical bullying. And quite frankly, my mom fucking thought, well, head back out there and fucking hit that kid <laughs> with something. And I'd be like, Mom, I'm trying to fucking tell you. He's four years old. <laughs> I, I can't I had a way of dealing with bullies and I point this out to any kid. Have an older brother. <laughs> um and that would help you. But we would actually be bullied, but then we would turn around and bully other people. There was just yeah. like an endless supply cycle. of bullying of, you know uh but I do remember like if we were walking through the woods and kids who grew up in the suburbs very now know where where the woods is because huh? you know you would fucking head to what the woods. The scariest thing that you would ever hear is the term 
teenager yelled out by one of your friends because when the older fucking kids saw us they would run we were like antelopes they were like (laughs) fucking lions running and we would take off in every direction but then it was not like if we saw some seven-year-olds we'd whip their fucking asses and when i say whip their asses nobody went to the hospital you knock a fucking hat off, you get shoved down on the ground, you're made to feel like shit, you got put in a fucking headlock, you know, you're all tearing up, and they'd have to hear this. I'm fucking telling Bobby Bennington, you fuck! You're dead! And I wasn't fucking kidding. My brother would go, all right, let's go. And then I gotta go out. i go, no, believe me, it's gonna take ten minutes. Push him down, I'll give him a couple kicks to the head and everything will be straightened out. He's got a busy night. Well, you have places to go. Um, but it, uh, again, as fucking flawed as my thing was, you have a way to fucking live with it. You don't, the world is not going to fucking care about your feelings, whoever you are. You have to get fucking responsible for your own strength. You can't leave it up to Vince Vaughn and Hollywood. Um... Here's our buddy Scrambler in Chicago. Hey, Scrambler, what do you say, pal? Hey, Ronnie. Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, when Vince Swan calls that car gay, shouldn't the car company be upset? Because he's basically calling the car the uh, the worst car in the world. Well, Scrambler, you know, the worst. Uh, Fez is trying to uh, deal with this in your own way. You would like to change the world, Fez, right? Yes. I would like to at least change this aspect of it. But... What if I told you that it just won't happen that way? That if it's not going to be Vince Vaughn, it's somebody else going to be saying it. People say stuff. Just like it would be a better fucking world, I'm sure, if overweight people didn't get called names. But you do it, right? Yes, I've done it. And you've been called it, right? Uh Uh-huh. And it's hurt your feelings. So you have to go, uh, either I'm going to lose weight or not give a fuck, whatever. You know what I mean? You have to somehow say, this is who I am. I don't give a fuck about anybody else. Uh, and the cyberbullying kill, kills me because um, don't you have to just fucking not go to that website or wherever the fuck it is or block their Twitter? A lot, well, well, a, lot. a lot of them are getting threatened. You know, if you're going to go to school tomorrow, you're going to get the hell beaten out of you. And how do you deal with that? Well, That's a fucking different thing, right? There's so many ways to deal, deal with that in our society. You're not allowed to be fucking threatened. You're not allowed to live in fear. The fucking school won't put up with it. The cops won't put up with it. It's fucking taken care of. That is completely different than this Vince Vaughn thing. I'm already telling you, we live in a society now where kids are physically safe. You're physically safe. and It doesn't mean the kids won't get beat up. But when they do, there'll be fucking re- repercussions. It oh, happens. Serious, yeah. It's going to be time. People will be getting, you know, serious records now. Yeah, it fucking is taken care of. And then your dad's going to be like, dude, I'm not fucking, you know what I mean? I'm not going to court with you. <laughs> I, I'm not going to fucking be the guy who shows up because his kid punched somebody. It's already changed. So that's taken care of. That is completely a different thing than the Vince Vaughn deal. Um, Rebecca, Rebecca in Nebraska, you're on the Run of Fest show. Yeah, I just commented on that Rutgers student. Um, yeah. 
I was I agree with O and A and Jimmy what they said the other day. It wasn't necessarily that he was gay. Cause the whole school I believe knew he was gay. It was a matter of the invasion of privacy that they recorded him having sex. Right, I get that, and those fucking people were wrong, and they, uh, he would have been able to sue, sue them and probably sue the fucking school, but again, he didn't have to go off a fucking bridge over this. Right. You know, you don't have to act like my life is destroyed because something happened, because quite frankly, in this society of this fast news cycle and the ADD, people will fucking forget. Everything burns out. They will not give a shit. Look how many people have act like total assholes on reality shows. You watch it. Oh, my God, what a jerk. Now you don't even remember that who? person's name. You don't know who they are. You don't give a fuck. So I get the fact that those kids had no right to do it to the gay kid. But he needed to know no matter what happens to you, you have fucking power. You're, you don't have to give it up and fucking kill yourself. You could have stayed alive and played that fucking violin. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Millie Hatchet, you're on my fez. Hey there, Ronnie. Um, when, I was, uh, when I was a kid, my first bully, he was this eight-year-old boy, and my mother uh, took me over to his father's house and tried to explain to him, and his father was like, well... If uh, she can't play rough, she shouldn't be playing with toys. Right. So she took she took me to the side and she said, "You get that little fucker down on the ground. You jump on top of him and you punch him until he stops fighting back." I did it, and the kid left me alone. Nowadays, parents call the cops. They don't let they don't teach their kids stand up for yourself. And you know, I get that we don't want to have a. I, I get that we don't want to go back to that world, Millie. You know what I mean? I get no, that. When you had... My mom created a monster. For sure, <laughs> right. Up every fucking kid who looked at me Um, and 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 that that was the survival tool of that time, but um, now that has been taken care of. But you can't. You, I know you want to fucking bubble wrap everybody, but there's nothing you could do about that. I would love to see the fact. That if Anderson Cooper and Ellen would go in the opposite direction from this and fucking teach kids, don't give a shit what any fucking loser says about you, ever. Um, doesn't have shit to do with your life. It has nothing to do with your life. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Pete in New Jersey. Hey, what's going on, Ron? How you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I just want to tell you, I just heard on the radio, you guys about how people are self-conscious about being fat or whatever. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm fat, I'm bald, but I'm goddamn beautiful. I think I can get any girl in the goddamn world. It's, uh, what Pete is saying is 100% true. That the guys who go out there and fucking say to themselves why they don't get women <laughs> is fucking bullshit. Because the number one thing that fucking women seem to look for is confidence because they're like, well, that guy can roll with any situation. They'll see it all the time. Money gets blamed, but the fact of the matter is confident people tend to make money too. You know what I mean? That that confident thing is different from being an asshole, but a guy who goes, 
you aren't going to have a perfect world, so how do you fucking deal when problems come up? And that actually builds more confidence. And when you say to yourself, I, I don't give a shit what happens, I'm going to deal with it, your life will change. And then you won't be making up excuses, and then you won't be worrying about this and that. You'll deal with things as they come up. Uh, Jenna in Buffalo, you're on my face. Hey, guys, what's up? Yeah. Um, I just want to say, are we coming to a world that you can't even tell a joke anymore? Every joke ever made makes somebody feel stupid, whether it's something like, why did the chicken cross the road? Who is, it's such an obvious joke that the person being asked the question can't even give you the answer. It's just every joke ever made makes somebody feel stupid. Well, you know, we were actually been bringing this up for uh, the other day about uh, David Letterman getting mad at fucking Rachel Ray or, or making fun of Rachel Ray because the Food Network is selling food and they're starving people. Does that, and I, I get that, but at the same time, does that mean that we can't have something unless everyone has it? You know, do we have to get rid of Father's Day because Chris Stanley doesn't know how to keep a dad alive? Be nice. I don't want to have to think about it. And Christmas because oh. you got no one to be Christmas with? I got Johnny Walker. Last year. This year, you're going to find some people. You're going to have to oh. Santa Barbara, and oh. you're going to eat a turkey with those people. I guess that'd be nice on the fucking beach. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Bill, Florida, you're on Fez. Hello, uh, Ronnie? Yeah. Ronnie, just to back up your point, I want to back up your point in the previous female caller's point. Two back. Your point, when you said we live in such a fast um, news cycle, Look at Elliot Spitzer. He gets caught with a hooker, and now he has a TV show. I mean, this man has no shame. That's mind-boggling to me. It is, and you know what the fucking funny thing is? It works to his advantage because they go, yes. well, everyone knows Elliot Spitzer's <laughs> name, so uh, let's put him in a show see what happens. That, it, and I'm not making that up. It's You're fucking right. truth. It's fucking true. Take what happens, spin it out, kick it back at him. But you're not going to teach them that when you're fucking sitting there on TV and suppose there's some fucking kid watching Ellen that day, hoping to draw something because they live in some bumfuck small town, and they hear Ellen and and Anderson Cooper talking about this gay thing really hurts people's lives. That kid will learn to get their, their fucking feelings hurt. And that kid will then start to take on a losing mentality because... Here's something that can hurt me. Well, I Fuck think that. They don't. They're a lot of people are afraid of confrontation, and they and being celebrities or whatever, they don't want to uh, put out put forth a view that's saying you confront confront this shit because that could end badly, and that just is cover their own ass. But you know, unlike uh, you know, Mil uh, you know, hearing what Millie said, where her dad or her mom told her to go beat the fuck out of the other yeah. kid, that's one way of handling a bully. Another way is coming back with your friends and everyone jumping them. Another way is coming back with your older brother. Another way is running your ass off and zigzagging. You know, what you want to have with a problem is as many fucking solutions yeah. as you can possibly play. Another thing is running over to an adult, standing next to them, telling a fucking cop, bringing it up to a teacher. You act like there's no way to deal with a bully. There's fucking tons of ways. There's tons of things to do besides cower in the corner you do not have to cower in the corner that's when you say i give up 866 
Ron Zero Fez. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Bruce, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, hold on. Let me put this po' boy down. Oh, Jesus hey, Christ, he's eating shit. a po' boy and we got nothing. Look Sorry, I'll save you. I'll save you, hunk. Catfish, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, anyway, what I was going to say, isn't the media the biggest fucking bully? They can't wait to tell you where to see Brett Favre's penis, Aaron Andrews' tits, Mel Gibson's cussing somebody out, check out this site. They can't fucking wait to tell you where these people are fucking up at or who's gay or who's coming out or who's accusing of something. It's 100% true. And what's really funny is like seeing how quick the rest of them will start biting Rick Sanchez with oh, yeah. one of their own, right? <laughs> and it, it, it is a shark mentality that when a shark has blood in the water, he doesn't give a shit whose blood it is. They just fucking attack. And you won't hear Anderson Cooper saying, how dare we at CNN go outside someone's fucking door and sit there just so we can get a picture of them in a quick interview <laughs> when their sons got killed. You won't hear Anderson Cooper go, what the fuck is wrong with us? Have we have no shame? No. Now it's Vince Vaughn's because there's a movie trailer of a movie that, quite frankly, isn't even up to his standards. <laughs> I think that what this movie ought to do, though, is not right in the line of if they're going to do a joke that uh, electric cars are gay, then go ahead and stand behind it and do your gay joke and don't try to write in the line, not in a homosexual way, just so to you, cover your ass. You would have been less offended. No, you wouldn't have, right? No, I wouldn't be less offended, but at least I, the, the, the covering of it is so obvious. But here's the point, Fez. So your solution, again, becomes what the other guy can do. You know what I'm saying? That's not a solution at all. And, and that's one of the things that keeps you kind of fucked up with this. Instead of just saying, I don't give a shit what that other fucking guy does. I don't, you have no power over what the movie does. And all those people who make the movies are already onto their second or third fucking film since this one's been shot. The the studio, Vince, the writer, the director, they've all moved on. They're halfway doing at least through one thing or maybe two by now. They don't give a shit about this movie anymore other than getting out there. And they just got a beautiful plug on fucking Ellen, which they've got to be somewhat excited. And talk about not having balls. Why didn't fucking Anderson Cooper say Vince Vaughn did this? Why did he say some actor? <laughs> say it's fucking Vince Vaughn. Say my fucking heat is with Vince Vaughn right now. Some actor said this. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Wes, Wes in Minnesota. You're on Fez. Yeah, this is for Fez. I just want to say, if you get mad when somebody calls something gay, then you're just insinuating that being gay is a bad thing. So if you, you know, if you think being gay is a good thing and, you know, it's, doesn't matter then somebody calls something gay then it shouldn't offend you well the reality comes to this if you want to say that a guy is dressing gay what you're basically saying is a guy's dressing better than a straight man who dresses like shit <laughs> so when someone is heading out uh, for a night on the town if he's lucky he's dressed gay <laughs> you know what I'm saying there's the fucking thing that you should be promoting. That 
uh, your fucking new hero that you just made, Tom Ford, dresses better than fucking straight guys and now attempts to dress straight guys. But by that, I mean the tiniest fucking amount of straight guys <laughs> that can afford his fucking clothes because there is a store on, I think, Madison Avenue up in the 70s that you have to knock on the... A big fucking store. Okay. you got to knock on the door and go through a reception thing what? to take a look at a jacket. For a clothes store? Yeah. There's like a screening process How to go walk into the fucking store? How do you not live in Manhattan? Have you ever been on the Upper East Side? You've got to make appointments to get into a lot of fucking clothes stores. I go to Old Navy downtown. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt very much you're in Old... Well, you... you I'm sure the clothes is from Old Navy, but by the time you get it, it's been sitting out on a table outside of fucking church. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, here is... Uh, here's Queensboro, kid. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hey, Ron. Just talking about the bullying thing. You know, my son had some troubles at school last year, and... First of all, I don't understand because he's a giant and he was 10 last year, 5'8", 165 pounds, and still had kids giving him shit. But uh, after a few times of talking to the school, I called again and I told the principal and the vice principal and anyone that would listen, I said that basically my son had my permission to deck somebody and I realized he'd be in trouble at school for it, but at home he wouldn't be in any trouble at all. And they said, well, there'd be serious consequences. We have a zero tolerance for violence. And I said, well, you have zero tolerance for bullying. But three times a week, he's coming home with stories. So, you know, something's got to be some, done. I remember there were some big kids that would really get fucking picked on, particularly the big gentle kids. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? that's with him. You know, and as a matter of fact, he always says to me, well, I don't want to hurt anybody. That's why I don't do anything. And I said, well, you got to take a stand at some point to stop this because it infuriates me. He actually doesn't seem to care, which I guess is good, but he shouldn't have to sit through shit on the bus every day, you know. Right, exactly. I, I, do, I, I didn't even think of this until you brought it up. But I remember some big kids, and it was always called sheepy syndrome, where they would be so big they wouldn't know how to fucking handle themselves. Oh, yeah. There was always those fucking kids in school, and then through, even through high school, like a giant right. dude or whatever. He doesn't do shit. But, you know, it really does feel good to fucking knock down a really big kid. <laughs> oh, this is great. But yeah, you never bring that up. Some other kids feel good with this bullying. <laughs> you know, so really, a majority of the people will feel better. It's a win-win. Um... All right, we'll, we'll even go over your stuff this week, Fez. What were some of the self-contained bits that you did? Did you make fun of anyone? Um, I do believe I made fun of some women. They, uh, I said them. I did a list of the most powerful women in the world, literally. Uh, so you made fun of large women, as right. if the, there was something wrong with them. Well, what I did was I, I explained exactly how powerful they were. Right, but the joke was they're not feminine. They're not women. Right. The, you know they're bulls. Now, could that be taken the wrong way? In all seriousness, I'm sure. Yes, I am sure it could. And if someone took that the wrong way, I'd say shut the fuck up. He was making a joke. I'm gonna say the same thing for Vince Vaughn. That's a fucking joke. Doesn't necessarily even have to be a great joke. Pretty good, but uh, Vince can be funnier. He just looks like he's tired to me anymore, and I'm I'm a huge fan of his. But he just seems like, uh, what was it? Seriously, what was that fucking thing? Let's all go to Fiji. Oh, um, couples, couples retreat. 
use your own money to take a vacation, Vince. Don't let these other fucking people drag you down. Uh, he was going into the wild for the five minutes he was in it. Yeah, he was good in that, wasn't he? Uh, Hard Rock Johnny wants to talk to us. What is it, Johnny? Oh, kind of agreeing with a lot of the stuff that you guys are all saying. I mean, hell, I get called fat more than anything else. And By Fez? You know what? Well, I wasn't even going to go there, but there's always that when I call. But Do you mean to hurt him when you say that, Fez? No, I don't mean to hurt him. But, but, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't fucking bother me, because if, if that's all you could see, then you don't even fucking know me. So how could you, you can't let shit like that hurt you. I don't, yeah, I'm fat. No fucking shit. I put on big pants every day. I know I'm fat. What am I going to do? You know, you just, you can't let that kind of stuff bother you in life. It's just, you know, it's a label. It's what someone wants to categorize you as. They just, you know... And, and the bullying thing, I mean, I got bullied when I was a kid. I got bullied by my own brothers. It was, you know, I grew up as the youngest of four. You get bullied, you live with it. You the deal funny with thing it is like my that. brother used to bully me, so I wouldn't get bullied. You know what I mean? Like, that was the thing. <laughs> yeah, I go, yeah, that's... well, where does it fucking matter where it happens at? <laughs> doesn't fucking matter now, does it? I'm going to teach you how to deal with a bully, and they're bullying you at the same time. So right. What's the difference? Oh, let me yeah. teach you how to box. Is the worst fucking thing to happen <laughs> oh, to a <laughs> kid. <laughs> Oh, oh, you might as well is, just say, look how quick I am. Look how fast or, I can fucking hit you. <laughs> that or the, or the two-on-one handicap wrestling matches that I would always have to fight my, my older brothers, and those were always great. Right. You know, but this will toughen you up. Don't worry. Yeah, great. Look at me now. Well, you're going to see a whole new Fez. I'd like to see a new Fez. Can you commit to that, Fez? Yes, I will commit to that with you, Johnny. Actually, I'd like to see an old Fez, to be honest with you. No. Like that old was a fucking fed. cheap shot. No, 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 it was not. No, it was not a cheap shot. I want to see old school, like you know, ninety three Fez. That's what I want to see. All right, we're all after ninety three Fez. <laughs> we want to see old school Fez. All right, but ninety three Fez would make fun of your pants. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> That's okay. I don't mind. If it, but it was funny Fez. Like ninety three pants. Fez was wearing the same pants. As him. <laughs> you would have switched. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Traded. All right, boys. See ya. Uh, eight six six run zero fez eight six six run zero fez. Here's Jay in the marvelous town of Austin. Hey Jay. Holla five one two. Hi bud. Mister B, I just want to sit there. And, what do you think about the fact that a weak-minded take the kid from Rutgers? Right. If if we grow up in this, we think everybody gives a shit about us. Weak-minded thing. Who's to say if he didn't jump off the bridge because of the video? The next time something happened, he wasn't going to do it based on his weak mind, because that's how his little shits are raised. Peace. Um, it would have been better if the guy thought to himself, hey, they did this video of me, right? I'm going to sue these rich kids and their parents and this fucked up school and make some fat cash for it. And I'm going to get even with every one of these pricks. He would be every bit of the fucking martyr to the gay community alive that he is now gay, dead. He would actually probably be even stronger supported because he could go out and do fucking things. He'd have his 15 minutes of fame. Rutgers would go out of their way to snuff this fucking oh, story yeah. just in a way that they would love to snuff it now. Look at the runaway buffalo. Crazy fucking school. Um... That's one crazy-ass school. What do they got? People running out to fuck with it? Yeah. So stupid. 
And there was a reporter that tried to fuck with the two and just jumped out of nowhere. It's like, I'm going to run inside this bull. How are you a reporter? Oh, why don't I go like this? I like to run through the game. Have fucking... <laughs> Gotta get an interview real quick. Yeah. Um... So I don't know where you want to go with this, Fez. Well, I think that I I think that it's a cheap way to do a joke and then say that you know, well, it's not a joke at gay people's expense. If it's a joke at gay people's expense, fine. Don't try to cover it up. So when you when you do the fat jokes, it's not at fat people's expense. No, it is. But I don't sit there and say, no, I don't mean fat in a uh, non-obese way. So you mean all fat people are big pieces of shit. Fat pieces of shit. No, of course you don't. Same thing that you're saying about those fucking women. It's not that women in, in particular. You're making fun of large women. I go like this. Okay, it's just a fucking joke. So what? Don't act like we all don't have to cover it up when this shit comes back around later. You know? You do the same thing. I do the same thing. Hicks drinks too much. So? Get a lot of people writing to me concerned about how you'll go off to a laugh until you're coughing up your lungs. So I cough a little bit when I laugh. Well, let me put it this way. Okay. Your lungs are 90. Oh, no. Well, I always heard once you start sm stop smoking, it's like you just regenerate real quick, right? Yeah, when are you going to stop? Because uh, you, you don't give yourself five seconds between a cigarette. Oh, no. Loves to chain smoke. I figured if it regenerates so fast, I've you know, got plenty of years left in me. By the way, the other thing I laughed about is I saw you two idiots walk into the museum to try to find a restaurant. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure where it was. It's not going to be inside a fucking museum. Well, There's paintings in there. I know that, but... I was coming down the street, and I could have yelled out to you, and I just started laughing. Because I'm Come going, on. why wouldn't either one of them look it up before they got here? I was the modern at MoMA, so I figured I'd go inside MoMA, and that's where the, the restaurant would be. Uh, Eric, run a Fez show. Hey, the, the thing about hiding a webcam in your buddy's room and, and filming him having sex and broadcasting on the Internet and telling everybody you know that he's doing it, that was the premise of the first American Pie film, and everybody thought it was funny then. Made $100 million. Yeah, this kid took it way too serious. I mean, I'm sorry he killed himself, but if he hadn't, it would have been the funniest thing anybody did that year, and they'd still be talking about it. Mm. Um, again, I'd really love if they would just fucking tell these kids, just fucking be yourself. Don't act like you have an affliction. You're gay. Don't fucking choose something that isn't fucking enjoyable to you. Fuck those other people. They're fucking idiots. Your fucking roommate is a fucking moron. And kind of gay, too. Well, yeah, it's a fucking gay thing to, I guess, videotape somebody else's gay sex. Yeah. Hey, and announce on your Twitter and publicize, like, hey, guys, gay porn on this guy's Twitter. Let's go. Has anyone ever heard from these two fucking brain surgeons? <laughs> The little fucking Asian girl who was somehow into this. The, the fucking, <laughs> fucking cruel little Asian sidekick that she turned out to be. The a uh, the girl's lawyer said that it was uh, all a misunderstanding. She's oh. completely innocent, and she actually she's been caught up in this, even then when she really didn't have anything to do with it. Sure. So that's all we've heard so far. Hmm. She's gonna dime that dumb bastard out. And... Even though I think she was helping send evites.
That's nice. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let's go over here to uh, Sherry, Connecticut. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Yeah. Um, as a parent, I just I, I agree with everything you say about the bullying. I mean, it's but I think it's the parents' responsibility to instill some confidence in your children. I mean, I just can't I can't help but think that if the guy was better equipped to deal with uh, you know the fact that it's okay to be gay, he wouldn't have done it. You know, the, it's a parent's job. It's not Ellen's job to take care of bullies. You know. Well. You know, I I don't know where they want this to even go. You know what I mean? I don't know what they hope to gain out of this, her and Anderson Cooper. But I honestly think they're both better than that. That they could fucking say to fucking kids, don't worry about these other assholes. Seriously, this whole thing is, um, I want to fit in with the rest of society. Why would you? It's a bunch of fucking lame bucket heads. I want to be the same as everybody else in my shit-kicking town. Fuck that. Get out. Move to San Francisco, Key West, or the lovely East Village. And enjoy your life while those fucking kids who called you names are moving into fucking track housing and watching their wives get fucking heavier every year. As they drink themselves in front of Dancing with the Stars. Fuck those assholes. Be glad to be different. This whole thing. I, I, what do you want fucking... What do you want to be like everybody else for? Um, Gary, New Hampshire, you're in run of Fez. Yeah, how you doing? There was two guys in that video. One killed himself. What happened to the other guy? All we do is talk about the guy that killed himself. Very weird. I have never guy? heard anything about the other guy, and I sure wouldn't take it upon myself to hunt him down. But uh, I hope he sues the fuck out of everybody. And I hope he sues that shitty fucking school Rikers. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Doug, New Jersey. School Rutgers, come on. Fuck them, hey. they're big crybabies. <laughs> Back in grade school, there was this big, fat, round guy. Very dumb, and we used to pick on him constantly. And then I guess freshman year in high school, he started uh, getting a little stronger and a little smarter, and he wanted to put an end to his teasing. So he punched this another one of my friends in the face and knocked out his teeth. And that was the end of the teasing, and then the guy ended up later playing for the USFL. Mm. The teasing ended right there. Um, well, too bad he only made it to the USFL. <laughs> Someday he can make it to professional football. Who knows? Anton, Ohio, you're on Fez. Yeah, Ron, I just wanted to, to wonder, you know, Anderson Cooper's taking this position, but if he is gay, he hasn't said he's gay. Doesn't he think that would remove some of the stigma? You know, on the other hand, why should he have to? I don't see where it's anybody else's uh, fucking deal. Um, I really don't see... Why it's anybody else's thing. Just no more than if you say to yourself, uh, give me one of the uh, the network broadcasters, Fez, because I don't watch. Uh, Brian Williams. Brian Williams doesn't have to go on and go, oh, I love Cunnilingus. Or, I don't know what it is. I can't have, stand how my dick sucked. I don't know whether <laughs> something happened to me when I was younger. It's no one's fucking business. 
People's sexuality is nobody's fucking business. They, if you want to share it, you can. If you don't want to share it, you can't. You don't have to. This whole thing of I'm I need to plug this or stand over here. Fuck them. Um, Greg, Greg in San Francisco. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah. Uh, Ron, you know, 99.9% of the time I'm going to agree with you, but this time around I need to disagree with you. Go ahead. When you're, when you're 13 years old or 12, you know, you don't think about individuality. You just want to fit in with your friends. You want acceptance as a kid, and that's part of all the right. immaturity. I know, all right, but let, all right, let me stop you there because I agree we're on the same thing. But were you and your friends accepted by everybody else? You know, if you make your fucking gang, who fu you know, then your job is to look out for each other. You're not going to be accepted by the entire world. Those fucking kids in Columbine felt weird because, you know, they were the art students and the other kids were the jocks until they fucking finally exploded. Instead of waiting two years and getting the fuck out of that stupid town. Understandable, but you know when you're an individual by yourself, and you know there are kids like this in school where they feel like they are an outcast that they have to fight against everybody in school. You know that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is, no, I agree, know, and just want to feel. No, I already it. said this. Physically, we've already taken care of it. We have fucking laws set up, blah blah blah. But you're not going to get unconditional love from people. Who are not your family and for that matter you don't even get it from your fucking family you know what I'm saying you cannot walk through this world and get love from people it doesn't work out that way and if somebody would say to you the kid good that you're different that makes you somebody that stands out I guarantee you everybody who is fucking you know Look who used to get made fun of in school. The fucking brilliant kids. The smartest fucking kids would get treated like shit. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you about this society as a whole that you want to be fucking accepted by? They couldn't be dumber. They couldn't be more of a fucking knuck dragger. They're fucking idiots out there. On the fucking cyber thing, I, you can't unplug. You don't have to fucking put up with this shit. You can go to a different fucking part of the internet. It's insane to act like somehow that thing... That's like saying I'm fucking traumatized because I can't beat Madden or something. I cannot beat the computer. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, Graham. Graham and P.A., you're on Fez. Hey, how's it going, fellas? Um, I was just calling to say that I, I think the word gay has more to do with uh, a man's lack of masculinity as opposed to a sexual preference because I, I think a gay guy in the Army is more of a man than probably 60% of the dude, the heterosexual men walking around out on the street. Well, uh, you're exactly right, and I mean, if it really comes down to physicality, and uh, at a very young age, if you live in an urban area, you know this, you fuck with one of those trannies, you're going to get your ass beat. Yep. 
And Hicks knows exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. You're like, you know, the guys who fuck around and think they're going to make fun of the trannies are the, the guys from the suburbs. Because those trannies have had to fight every day of their life. They got those long claws, and they're going to fuck you up. It's fucking crazy how badass some of them are. They're very large. Yeah. And they're used to fighting, you know what I mean? It's like going into a fucking gym against these guys. So that part of it has nothing to do with anything. Normally it's just, you know, the people yelling shit out is because they hope not to be fucking seen anyway. Or some kind of petty jealousy. How many times have you and I discussed this, Fez, that if somebody online has hurt your feelings? I'm like, why? Why would it? Right, plenty of times. But what what do you gain from that, though? Why go back to it? Well, I just know how it, um, it, 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 in a weak moment, it makes me feel weaker. Right, but, so why go back to it? Why, why let something make you feel weaker? Right, so, well, sometimes you feel, I feel like I don't have any control over that, where... Uh -huh. What kind of control are you looking for? Where, where For stuff to roll off my back easier. But that's your control. Right. That's, that's where that needs to be worked on, not on the outside stuff. Well, I mean, that's true, but it's, you know, it's uh, sometimes someone... If you're thinking something about your sh uh, yourself that's, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a bad moment, and then you get an email that... It kind of, it it will almost confirm it if you're already thinking it, and then someone emails it. It feels like it confirms it. Right. That's the that's the process. That so I which go one do you have control over? Of how how I perceive things. Right. So not even that, but you're already rough on yourself. Mm hmm. So, what what thing could you possibly feel weakness about? Well, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I get frozen up, I get tongue-tied, I, you know, and I'm a professional broadcaster. I feel, you know, I get weak about that. I'm a professional broadcaster. Mm-hmm. Comedically, I've been a stand-up, own a comedy club, uh, have uh, unmasked, run a Fez show. I think you're brilliant. I, I'm uh, willing to say I know more about humor than anyone who's ever fucking written to you. Ever. I think you're fucking brilliant. So why beat yourself up? Why not just, why not take that in? Oh, and I think you're brilliant. Jimmy Norton thinks you're brilliant. Why don't you listen to those people? That, that, it's like the voice in my head is stronger. Stronger or, than or, me. Or louder. Stronger than me? I'll talk to that voice in your head any fucking day you want to. And uh, seriously, I'll fucking carve up any argument that voice in your head has. I'm serious about that. I'll put up jack money. I could beat the voice in your in your head in any argument about why Fez Watley is fucking funny. And why Fez Watley's a damn good broadcaster who but is going through whatever this fucking thing. But half the time I feel like when I'm talking to you, you're talking to the voice. No, I'm gonna say more than that. You're listening to the voice in your head. And the dead air time is when the voice in your head is talking. Mm-hmm. So fuck the voice in your head. Again, if it doesn't make you happy, why do it? Why allow it in? It just feels it's yeah. I mean, you're. I mean, I know you're absolutely this, right. It just feels like a lack of control to be like like that. You know, it's 
this voice in your head, right? Uh huh. What's its name? Well, I guess it's Fez too, no. as well. You're Fez, so the voice isn't your voice, right? No, it's in my voice, but mm. it's yelling at me in my it, voice. Is it you or is it the voice in your head? So now you're telling me it's you. No, the voice in my head sounds like me. It uses but my voice. Is it you? No, I don't think it's me. So it has another personality. Right. Well, what's its name? Um, I have no idea. I've never named it. I've never talked back to it, really. Uh, I, uh, I would say its name is Liar. What do you mean you've never talked back to it? Well, I've talked back to it, you know, to tell it, you know, stop now, you know, uh, to try to just silence it. But what I meant was not talk back to it. I meant I've never called it by name. Right. Uh, and what will the voice in your head say to you? Um, you're, you're, let's, stupid, start talking. Right. Start thinking of something to say. Why can't you think of anything? You can talk about this. Why are you so lame? Why don't you tell the voice in your head to one day, since it's so easy for them to do the show. You do the show, voice in the head. I'm going to take the day off. You're, you're the expert. You know how to do it. You come in and kick a little ass today. Yeah, and the voice in the head would take off, I'm sure. How do you know? You never tried it. Might have tried different things. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Dave, California, you're on fez Hey, what's going on, K-Pax? Hey, I used to get bullied all the time in high school, and then there was this guy, he uh, he was putting together a motorcycle, and I helped him put it together, and uh, he, he protected me for a while. Well, you okay. got what you uh, what I would call, you got yourself a Smitty. <laughs> Remember Mooney? What about Mooney? Remember Mooney? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, the funny thing there is, uh, one of the people who thought I was funny could beat the shit out of anybody. When we were kids, he could beat up adults. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. What the fuck? He was fucking unbelievable. He was a great <laughs> fucking dude. Uh, spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Uh, you got a spy report for us? Universal is got a bunch of pressure, now taking that out of the trailer. Yay! Woo! We won, Fez! Gay kids are going to feel great about themselves. What about that? Will it be taken out of the movie? I think it's still going to be in the movie, just taken out no! of the trailer. No! Uh, Mike in Ohio, you're in Renefez. Whoops, let me try again. Go ahead, Mike. Well, I was uh, bullied all through high school by a kid just because I wouldn't fight back. Uh, long story short, three years after graduation, he got run over by a tractor, and now he walks with a cane for the rest of his life. Karma's a bitch. See ya. I don't know if karma works that way. No. It actually happened in the next life. But there you have it. And, uh, you know, the other reason, you know, some bullying works because uh, look at Donald Trump. Seems like he's doing pretty good for himself. He's got a nice TV show. Um, he's going to run for president. And Fez, here's the other thing. What kind of fucking douchebag who didn't like you, right, would still listen to the show? Imagine the fucking loser mentality, right, of someone who could find nothing else to do at midday anymore but sit around and bitch at you. 
I, I cannot imagine not feeling so much further above than that fucking retard. Let, I mean, first of all, you'd have to be a fucking idiot to do that. But to then spend your time writing to that person or on some message board or Twittering it to that person, you'd have to be the biggest fucking loser in the world. Move on. Get something else that enjoys you. Your little fucking threats of I'll quit one day doesn't fucking mean shit to anybody. You have a fucking contract, Fez. What do you care? What do you fucking care? Can you imagine if you owned a fucking restaurant that, you know, people came and dined in and that place was paying for you and your mortgage and stuff? If someone came in every day, ate and said, this food sucks, <laughs> say, are you the fucking biggest douchebag in the world? You're coming into a restaurant, eating the food. Um... Tony, Iowa, you're on Fez. Tony, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Um, you were just uh, a little bit ago, Fez was talking about how he's worried about the little flubs and miscues. And, you know, I've been listening to you guys pretty much since you started on XM. And, Ron, you know, from time to time, you, you well, miscue, you'll, you'll use a word that you didn't mean to use. But, you know, I think we as listeners were able to see what you were you're driving at. And we see the brilliance behind it all. And quite frankly, says we see the brilliance in what you're trying to say. And don't get caught up on the fact that maybe you used the wrong word or you got a little tongue-tied. Just keep moving. Keep rolling past it. I, I, I think we all love you, and we want to see, see you just keep on pushing forward. Uh, that is, there's some kind of weird perfectionism thing that Fez gets into that just doesn't exist in this business. You cannot not flub words or have have a day without bad breaks there's never been a fucking day anyone's ever done that anyone who's ever said i did the perfect show today is it either a liar or a fucking idiot because you could always do better uh you watch ball games you hear announcers professional broadcasters fuck things up all the time it's asinine it's asinine to worry about such things uh aaron and phil you're in my uh, Fez, I just wanted to know what you thought about the uh, sentence uh, that the Cincinnati Reds are gay. Well, that's different, Fezzy. The Cincinnati Reds aren't gay, they're fags. And that has nothing to do... That has nothing to do with being a homosexual. No. No, 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 no. The Cincinnati Reds will blow each other in the dugout. And that's not... I'm not saying that in a bad way. Fuck the machine! Fuck the machine! Jesus hears us. And the problem is he loves Ohio more than us. Um, Dave, you're on my face. Yeah, uh, I just want to know what number uh, is the voice in Fez's head. Um, give him a call, Fezzy. Um, I don't know, because I've never seen the voice, so I would have to see a face to give it a number with my synesthesia powers. Boy, even when we get in further with you, you're just so bananas. I mean, just bat shit over the fucking church steeple crazy. Whew. What number is Jesus Christ? Um, number one. Oh. Josh and PA, you're on running Fez. I mean, come on, Fez, he's idle Opie. I mean, he makes mistakes all the time. I mean, yesterday he said Queensryche sounds like Pink Floyd. I mean, 
A good face? <laughs> why, why would that even come up? Mm. Here's Cliff in Little Rock. You're on Fez. Hey, guys. Another great show today. Thanks a lot. Hey, wanted to talk about being bullied as a kid. Uh, put up with it, put up with it. Parents wouldn't let me fight back. Said diplomacy was the way to go. Finally, one dude, a couple of grades higher than me, getting on me. I said, bring it on, motherfucker. Just start hitting me. Uh, went off probably two dozen times. I took it. Just kept telling him, hit me again, hit me again. Um, after that, instant credibility. No one wanted to screw with me because they knew I could take it. Um, frowned a lot, act like I was pissed, never got bullied again, had great friends too, had my own group, that was fine. My son was getting made of, made fun of, had a little bit of an overbite, a little bit of a lift, that's changed. Six foot two now, 200 pounds, someone was giving him crap, and finally he said, Dad, I've done everything I can, I've tried to talk him, tried to tell him to stop it. I said, okay, what's his name? Called his father, said, look, my son's been going through this, been trying to do the right thing, I've given him permission to just beat the shit out of your kid it stopped and then says man those voices you're bullying yourself man there is a there is an odd thing about that there's no doubt about it oh yeah it's a, it's the same voice that will call someone fat out of anger because i know the inner voice has done it to me that's happened before so you think that voice is not you and that sometimes it gets you in trouble wasn't it there, like, in the family circus, was there was some invisible fucking thing that used to do shit? There was, so, I don't know. So you're two different personalities. I think so. I, yeah. You're Sybil. I guess so. I mean, well, the other personality, does the voice doesn't see the light of day, so. You're, uh, well, why don't, has your shrink ever just talked to the inner voice? Um, yeah, the, the the previous shrink has. We've done that. What happened? Where it was basically um, just shooting down the uh, other voice. Where it was, you know, when the uh, when I, when the um, the inner voice would say something, the shrink would say, you know, try to make it prove it. And when the inner voice was put on the spot, it couldn't think either. Boy, could you imagine if that would fucking that session you had was videotaped? You'd jump off a fucking bridge if that got out. That'd be way worse than having your dick in some other kid's ass. At least you're coming, that one. Coming often. Because you're all fucking methed up and going right back to it. Jesus. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Aaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, Fez, I, I, sometimes when you tell your stories about how you feel and whatnot, I feel like... You and I are, like, the same. I swear to God, I've had OCD, you name it. And you know what? you got to tell I beat my OCD. I beat my depression. And I beat it drug-free. And sometimes you got to tell yourself what's going to happen. Nothing. You're not going to die, dude. Seriously. Tell it. Tell that voice. Because I've had that voice. Bessie, sometimes when you hear the cars, you feel like everybody's gotten better but you. Yeah, a lot of times everyone seems to have had their enlightened moment that I'm waiting for. Do you think you're going to have a big breakthrough? I think so. I have to. It's been too much not to get that out of this. Mm. 
why don't you do this? Would this be possible? That you write one of your self-contained bits only as the inner voice, so we could hear what the inner voice sounds like. Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, I could do that. I think. I said try, didn't you? Yeah, almost, but I didn't. Could you do it, or could the inner voice do it? I think the inner Don't voice would have to do it. Help him. All right, that's the important thing. Only the inner voice does it, not you. I want the inner voice to have that done within one hour exactly. Okay. One twenty-nine Eastern. I'm pointing that out to the inner voice in case he tries to come up with a West Coast. Set the alarm. Yeah, I am. Set the alarm. All right. Uh, By the way, we're going out for steak next week, Fuzz. That sounds good. We're going to pick a day. Um, It's exciting, man. One of seven. Uh, Do you want rust in there? Yes, I would like rust in there. All right. I've got a list of the people. Of course, everybody with the show. I've also invited um, Artie, my neighbor. Why is Artie your neighbor going? They get a steak. I always wanted to meet him. Yeah, he's great. Um, There's this other girl in the neighborhood I always wanted to meet. I just have her on as girl with a big ass with tits. You don't even have a name there. Yeah, I'm going to get the name when I get the full invitation. All right, we're just loading up this table now. I also want to bring Liam, because I owe money. This is the perfect way of paying it off. I can could, I could give you the $50, or it's open bar and all the steak you can eat. So he definitely... Probably going to be a little more than 50 Lady Trucker, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Dr. Steve, Ronnie B, live Weird Medicine, October 16th at 7 p.m. Look how she promotes Fezzy. She's doing everything I wish you were doing, you and the inner voice were doing. That's going to be an exciting show. Um, Dr. Steve's bringing methadone, which he wow. thinks could cure us both. Can I stop by? Of course you can. And then we're going out for uh, steaks. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Anything else, LT? Uh, yeah, Fezzi, I'd like to talk to your inner voice, please. No, Whoa. thank you. Whoa. Your you're inner not, voice. You're not getting now. inside my head. Didn't you take enough beating on the ONA show? Well, no. I've been there. I missed it. Uh, she called in with her uh, Ronnie B and Dr. Steve plug <laughs> and uh, just took a horrible beating. The beating was a lot worse last night on Twitter. How come, um, um, what, what is it that you love about being the person that pisses everybody off, LT? Uh, I don't know. I, it's, you know, it's those darn female hormones in there. I just can't control the cuntiness every once in a while. Mm. All right, LT. Make sure you call O and A Monday and give a nice plug for Doctor Steve. All right, all right y'all right. have a good day. Bye. Brazilian uh, Julie writes to us, but Ron, crazy is awesome and so fun. Get away with mad shit. I would know. See, as long as you enjoy it, do it. Is uh, she ever coming in to see us? What happened? Wait for her to get back to me. Why won't people get back to you? Oh, I know why. No one what? likes you, and they're afraid of you. Oh, they're afraid of me? Yeah. I guess I'll have to work on my public image. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Grab me some public image. I think this song's called Public Image by Public Image. John Lydon came from what band, Fess? Um, 
I don't know. Why did you say it like that? You gave it a, like a little English accent, though, didn't you? I guess I did, yes. Yeah, well, you're right with the English part. This song's so fucking great. Blast it up, though. Hello, hello, hello. in an hour we'll be hearing a self-contained comedy bit by Fez Watley's inner voice and it'll be interesting to see whether it's more funny funny or less funny than Fez Watley Fez Watley's inner voice coming soon to the Run and Fez show after the jump. Ronnie B, Fezzy W. Ron and Fez. Sirius 197, XM 202. The virus. It's the, it's the Mother Russia show. We are Ron and Fez. Uh, Fez, well, you're working on your bed. How's it coming along so far? Uh, so far, just uh, the inner voice is actually having a little writer's block. So, mm. But something will be done in an hour. You got 45 minutes. Oh, no. You got 45 minutes to pull it off. It is the Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um... 
this news just then. I feel awful about it. Brett Favre jumped off uh, the George Washington Bridge uh, because um, pictures of his dick and some stupid calls that he made to some girl were online. Um, Higgs, do we have, do we know if that's really Brett or, and I, I know it's going back and forth, but it's very interesting. Brett's like, um, I'm working on football. I could give a shit. <laughs> It's fucking great. Great way to handle it. Who yeah. cares? Now, you were telling me ONA actually had that girl on the show before all this stuff ever happened? Yeah. She was just walking by the window and said, hey, who's that hot girl? And then she was like in here doing, I guess, doing the rounds for some other channels. and Like that, sports that. reporting stuff? Yeah. The only reason she has a career is because a, a photo of her showed up on the internet and people tra- tracked her down and then just gave her a fucking, she was, I think, a Texan fan. Yeah, I'm not really seeing it when I look at her. I mean, um, by the way, I know we got. I think I'm the only one of us left in the elimination yeah. pool, mm-hmm. and I am more than just a little concerned about this week because there's no gimme this week. I say go Chargers. Even though, though I went, thought Chargers were gimme, and I. That's what fact, knocked us out. Here's the thing <laughs> this is the difference between me and you guys. I don't bet with, I bet against. All right. So far, Buffalo has been my go to. <laughs> Um, but can they keep losing? That's what I worry about. This is a rough week. It's kind of scary. Yeah, there's no, there's no gimme game out there today. How about the Falcons? They got the Browns this week, and they're kind of hot. Yeah, they are hot, but I'm not a, tr- you know, again, you're betting with, yeah, well. and I don't totally trust. I trust bad. I don't trust good. Well, the Browns are pretty bad. Um, I'll put them down as a possibility. Oh, cool. Right. Don't look. Don't act like I can't get advice. I can. I've just, taken advice before in my life. Um, young Rustin has uh, got some big plans he was telling me about. And Rustin uh, just ended up being the sweetheart of this year. Uh, he's the show that every, uh, he's the part of the show that everybody talks about. I think he's upstairs right now, but uh, he wants to make an announcement a little later on. Exciting. This is also in the news. Piers Morgan. Are you familiar with him, Hicks? Oh, yeah. I know that guy. Uh, Piers is the one taking over Larry King's spot. He says, the format, everything will change. I'm not just going to be another man sitting in the CNN studio wearing red braces. <laughs> now, again, why beat up Larry King? He just held the belt for, what, 25, 30 years? About that time. Um he also problems, uh, promises, Pierce does, he'll beat Fox News. Holy shit. Why can't you just uh, go there and do your show? You don't have to go out of your way to say, oh, Larry King stinks and I'm going to beat Fox News. Well, look at Rustin running down the hall. <laughs> he tried to masculine it up a little bit. <laughs> he has a girl run. Um. Rick in Sarasota, you're on Fez. Hey, Dick Holder, nine four one, checking in, buddies. Uh, yeah, what's up? Hey, Ronnie B. I've been a Bills fan for twenty six years. Let me tell you something. Don't give up now. They are terrible, and they will lose for you. Who are they playing this week? They got Jacksonville at home. They've lost uh, last year. They lost to Jacksonville in Jacksonville. The year before that, they won in Jacksonville. But they got no defense. They got no offense. The Bills are going to get stomped at home. Um. The um, the weirdness there is that I I shouldn't have even said this out loud because I've been secretly v- v- uh, v- oh, no. uh, rooting against them, and now I put it out there into the uh, 
By the way, one more time, your trade got turned down by me. Are you serious? I thought this last one was. was well, the you wanted winner. my whole fucking team. <laughs> you drive a hard bargain. But there, uh, it was between you and Mikey Boy. Yeah. And then late last night, there became a third option. So you haven't wow. made a decision yet, though? No, but the third option is blowing you apart. Are you serious? Yeah. And I'll give you till today. Okay. But uh, I feel much better and I feel less raped because <laughs> I went out of uh, my way to say to myself, I'm going to take Roethlisberger as trade bait in four weeks. Yeah. Everybody laughed at me. Oh, Ron, you're wasting. Well, here we are a month later. Damn. And I'm sitting here, and I've got three teams excited. Well, I'm sure I could get Blowhard to trade, but yeah. he's, you know, unbearable. But there's suddenly somebody came up last night that's destroying you and Mikey Boy. And then Mikey Boy said to me, because I, I told him it wasn't going to happen, he goes, give me a chance to come up with something today. So I, I see you as yeah. off the table. Well, well, before, you, before you say that, I don't know if you saw late last night around 11 o'clock, I restructured the trade package, and I stressed over it, and I put something new together and sent it back to you. No, I didn't get that. Uh, well, I've got, I've got it pulled up on the screen right now if you're... Uh... Well, first of all, I want to <laughs> uh, get into business as usual. Okay. You've uh, got a bus ticket. I do. I signed and, I got a bus ticket. Where are you going, uh, Joe Buck? You heading to Florida with your fucking friend Ratso? <laughs> no, I'm headed down to uh, to Washington D.C. on uh, on Halloween for uh, for the big rally for san rally to restore sanity. Uh, have you ever been to D.C. before? I haven't. This will be the first time I've ever gone. Be so, a lot of excitement. What are you going down on the uh, on the Asian bus? No, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, may, it might be. Actually. Have you ever heard of that bus? Oh, yeah, it's like twenty five bucks or something crazy here to D.C. It's really cheap. Same thing really? to Boston. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, you can go to all the northeast cities, and it's really, really cheap, but you never know when it's going to... College kids and Asians yeah. take it. Huh, that's interesting. I signed up... I, I got a free one from uh, the Huffington Post just doing... What? They're sending, uh, they're sending buses. As many people sign up, they're sending that many buses to, uh, to the rally. What? 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 That's going to be a new thing. What? Huh? Um, well, Higgs, why can't you get them there as a young reporter? I have to figure out... Who I got to talk to to get some credentials for him around All here. All right, Fez Watley. Yes. I know that you're working right now on your big bet. I'm taking Hicks off of this. He's too stupid. Oh. Take this young man up to the PR department after the show and say we need him to get stuff. He's going to be reporting back and forth, and it's going to be great. Okay, we will do. All right. I cannot trust Hicks. What? Be what? Um, because he's an alcoholic and a drug addict. Nothing personal, though. Oh, okay. My big problem with you is not you. It's oh. all the chemicals you put in you. Oh, but they're, they're... Because I told you to do this yesterday, and here you are 24 hours later. I know. i got to figure out things. I do have no, to you figure don't. out things every now and then. Fucking one floor away. And Watley's nice to everybody up there. Yeah, I'll go upstairs. I'll take care of this. And then I also, when you're upstairs, I want you to say to Laura, it was wonderful to have you for a lovely dinner the other night. I'll be very suave with her. And by the way, that night you had spinach in your teeth all night, Fez. Why doesn't anyone <laughs> tell me? Because it was, too gross, it was uh, too gross to even look at you. What I feel really bad about was I didn't even eat spinach that day. Oh. God, that's disgusting. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ.
Wait a minute. Let's just think of what was it. Is there green jizz? Oh. Good news for you too, uh, Rustin. Uh, MTV is bringing back Punked. Fuck and the yeah. way they're going to, yeah, fuck yeah is right. The way they're going <laughs> to do it is with Justin Bieber. What? Punking some motherfuckers. I was going to audition for that. You are Justin Bieber. Oh, am I? Yeah. You're Justin Bieber if he had really fucking uh, bad hair. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying. I'm going for the uh, the less attractive, less fucking. Well, you go for the, I'm going to part my hair in the middle since it's 1974. <laughs> No, I go from running around this place all the time, and I don't, oh, I don't really worry stop. about how my hair looks. Right. <laughs> stop acting like you're the backbone of Sirius. <laughs> you are not Sirius XM. Do you know Rustin was run the Please, goddamn don't joint? Don't even lie. Don't even lie. That did sound like the old Fez. Fez is coming back every day. He gets a little stronger, and he made fun of himself there in the best possible way. And I can't wait to hear uh, Mr. Inside. Do his thing. That's going to be good. Um, how bad shit is he when he starts to talk about his inside voices? Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But Some Tyler Durden stuff going on. Well, like you say, haters got to hate. Haters, haters be hating. Some oh, Ferris Bueller stuff going on. Haters be hating. If you're a hater, you're going to be hating. Why don't you get a shirt that says fuck the haters? All right, I can try to yeah. figure out how to print one up. Um... <laughs> Millie Hatchet is offered to let you stay at her place. In D.C.? Yeah. Well, I was thinking, I don't know how I'm going to get... I want to see all the D.C. sites, and I don't know how I'm going to do it with this uh, this bus schedule that they got. Yeah, she lives at... Well, everything in D.C., you could, it was walking distance to where you're going to be. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, D.C. is not big, and anything worth seeing is right there. Well, perfect. So I don't, yeah, I'm mean, not even going to need to leave the... Uh, no. The, the the National Mall. No, if you walk around that, you'll see all the stuff that you've ever seen in a movie or on TV. That's all, I only want to see where Forrest and Jenny get together. That's really oh, all I'm interested That's in. exactly, I think, where you're going to be. Perfect. Um, but she, uh, write down her address anyway. She stays, at, she lives at 451 Mrs. Robinson Avenue, <laughs> and it intersects there right with the Graduate Way. So it should be uh, perfect. Um Greg in Miami, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Rustin, uh, why are you so concerned about this trip to D.C.? I'm still waiting for my fucking Vagabond Soul CD that I won two weeks ago. Did you call oh, me back shit. and said you would send me? Uh, uh, I thought we sent all of those out. There must be a U.S. post office error involved. Right. We're going to resend right now. Uh, I don't know, one of your not Rustin's back there. Tell him to take that fucking... Okay. Hey. Uh, still not Rustin. Make sure you get that uh, the address. From the how many the, how many not Rustins are there? There's just tons right now. Yeah. Hicks, you said something's been just driving you crazy ass all day, and you said you passed me a note that said enough with the inner voice stuff. I got my own problems. Well, yeah, I um, it, it ties into fantasy football. Um, Mike Sims Walker, who's been having a shit season, uh, came out to Associated Press said uh, this is a production based business. And not, I'm not getting targeted. It's very frustrating. And then he goes on to say that people have been attacking him on his Twitter, saying that they're dropping him, and he's starting to really feel like shit about himself. Jesus Christ. I've never. This is what he said. I've never seen this many bitter people in my life. They're calling me everything in the book. I'm benching you. You're this. You're that. You're trash. It kind of hurts a little bit. I have no control over it. I wish they could understand. <laughs> what so is his fantasy fucking people are tr trashing this guy in his real life. He has real problems. He doesn't worry about fucking goddamn putting up points in fantasy. 
It's hysterical that, that fantasy football is actually affecting these guys' players in real life. What he needs to understand is that haters be hating. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Haters be hating. Separate as I have on my team. Right? I hate that fucking fantasy world. It's scary. It ruins Sundays. It's what are you doing Sundays putting worship. up a no haters thing in front of me? <laughs> You're just so annoying. You're such an annoying young man. I just wanted you to see on the screen that we don't tolerate haters around here. <laughs> you, all right, hold on. Is there some kind of team frustration thing for Ron? You see, I'm trying to help Fez on a daily basis. Yeah, I got Despite you. what the haters be saying. They be hating. Hating every day. Yeah. But you still got to make that cheddar, Ron. Yes, the cheddar. Got to make that cheddar. I need my chatter. Yeah. I thought it was called Mullah. I thought the kids were calling it Mullah these days. Oh, scratch. <laughs> but oh. seriously, I do. I got to get paid. I got to get paid. This is nice. But seriously, I would like to get yeah, no hate is up. Can you get some kind of stop the hate? Why don't you take a sign? Okay. Uh, that says, haters be hating, but no hating on me. Okay. Something along those lines. I'll, put, I'll get in Photoshop and put that together for the rally. Yeah. Get some poster board. What are you doing? Why is he? Why is John Stewart doing a rally? Did he forget what he really does for a living? I think it was. A, I think it was in response to um, to the Glenn Beck thing, right? Yeah, that but was... why do you know Glenn Beck is a nut? Why go out and do what he does? Someone suggested online on a website. Colbert. Again, back to the fucking yeah, web. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This is how it starts. Some guy suggested that Colbert should do a restored truthiness. Uh, oh, thing God. and then Colbert and, and Stuart were like we'll just do this together and then now that that's how it came. Some, some weirdo online was like, "Yeah, Colbert should do it." Fuck well, Glenn Beck. Hey, that fucker. <laughs> Give him some chatter. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to this? What do you want to go for? I like John Stewart. I'm a big fan. Uh, I think it'll be. I think it'll, it's newsworthy. It'll be interesting. And uh, I think it'll get some good material for the Ron and Fez show, which is my number one concern. Well, that is true. That is <laughs> true. All right. Seriously. Um, Sergio, I'm done with you. Buddies, I know you always say that. Um, no, you can't. I never get done with What? Jane says. <laughs> the kids are calling money guac now. Guacamole. I love a little guacamole. Guac the guac. I know. Guac. I don't like to do a Sunday football without guacamole. Fresh. Ooh. Made fresh by my lady. Guacamole is the bomb. Where, where do you get the fuck haters up? That's, that's a lot of fun for you us. like how it's flashing at you? So yeah. Just so <laughs> constantly. Yeah, I like things that move. Good. That's good. You can get all these on t-shirts, by the way. Just in case you want to. <laughs> all right. Good news. T-shirts are out. I'll make sure I start plugging on the websites. Great news, everyone. Finally, a new t-shirt. Um, 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Here's Dave, North Carolina. Yeah, since this uh, rally's falling on the weekend of Halloween, everybody's dressing up, so I don't know if you guys had any ideas for what Rustin should go as. Um, why don't you just put on your cowboy chaps? Yeah, perfect. You got your boots, right? Uh, it's not even a costume. I can just yeah. wear what I wear every day. Wear like you're visiting your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Howdy. And bring a gun. Always. Why don't you wear your fuck haters shirt? That's going back and forth. Um, 
Just so people know what's going on? Yeah, yeah. let them know. We're not fucking around here. And then storm the stage with a fuck hater shirt on, try to fucking hang out with Jon Stewart. Well, I don't want you storming the stage. I was thinking about snipers there. I was thinking about Shorty Awards in this. Do you not want that? Well, you know, it worked out so good for Dave. He got the name out. (laughs) They're both gone. (laughs) Sanchez and him will be doing back to back news reports in Brookdale, fucking uh, Jersey, which isn't that exactly where he's at now? Isn't that where Archie Comics are at? Possibly. He he might look like Archie down there. All right, we got the Brett Favre audio. Yeah, we have the audio. All right, because I, I have a feeling it's not even Brett Favre. I'm hoping it's not Brett Favre anyway. Jim. It's not a setup. Just got done with practice. Um, got meetings here, and I went for about a couple more hours. I'm going back to the hotel and just, just chill. So, um... The mid deck, because uh, I'll be in the building um, for a couple hours. Love to have you come over tonight. Uh, uh, could you imagine anyone that could dry a cunt faster than this man <laughs> and his chill. fucking phone? Hi, hi, girl. You know you, Brett Farr. <laughs> Brett Farr on the phone. Um, you want to stop by, get in a hot tub. Blow me. Hey, girl. <laughs> it's number four. Hey, you want to roll by here? Oxy Cotton. Hey, big up a box of beer and come on over here, Brett Farm. Let's hear a little more. Because uh, I'll be in the building um, for a couple hours. Love to have you come over tonight. Um, but, uh,. I know, uh, I think Aaron came up and asked you if you, uh, um, would give him my, your number, or he was going to give you my number, but, um, I understand. All right, but, um, you can, you can literally hear this man kicking shit as he's talking to her. <laughs> I don't know if you ever watch football, but, you know that old guy? And me, number four, Brett Farr. Brett Favre's got game. Hey, hey, Brett Favre, stop fucking just making an ass out of yourself, Brett, and send the picture of your dick. Send me a text. Love to see you tonight. <laughs> send me a text. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. I hope you don't mind. I got your digits, right? <laughs> I'm making some chatter. Uh... Are you in that answer, my Shane? He just sounds as dumb as fuck. I'll throw football. Oh, I thought you want to come over here dancing with the stars is on. I thought you want to come over and get on all fours. I grease up your asshole. Hey. What and so the girl just kept these things just to fuck with them? Yeah. Oh, is that the only one or is no, there more? There's some more, but um and, and this one is her like Favre heard uh, that she said that, oh, I'm not, she's not going to be with him because she doesn't want to get thrown to the trash. She doesn't want to be used up and just fucking thrown away. All right. So this is... So in some garbage can, huh? Oh, Jesus. So that's what you think I think of you. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm still trying. 
just got done with practice. Oh, I'll try God. the other phone. You probably call an ID. But you can make it. It'd be great. All right. Later. All right. Now, in his defense, we've all made this call before in eighth grade. This sounds like a fucking eighth grade idiot. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. I, did that guy pass you a note from me? Uh, they're going to be a dance. I like how many references he's made that he's a football player. Yeah. He constantly <laughs> is telling her that. I'm the quarterback. <laughs> uh, it's QB. Listen, um, sorry, there was a captain's meeting, so it took me a little time to call you. <laughs> I, excuse me. Hold on for a second. I just knocked over one of my trophies. MVP. <laughs> Most valuable player. I'm going to text you a picture of my dick. I'd like to get, <laughs> if you can, get me one of them pussy pictures. And put your finger on each side of it. Or just put a four down there for number four. That's my number. <laughs> Any more? Let's take a listen. That that was, that was that's all that's, that's coming out. That's so the big far. stuff. Yeah. Hey, hey, Brett Favre, football player. Listen, I'm a jacking off over here. If you want to start jacking off over there, maybe we both be jacking off together on the phone. Oh, one last thing. I like vaginas, so if you got one, bring it. <laughs> bring your vagina over here. Oh, another thing. Seriously, don't you just hate the Packers? The Packers fucked up when they got rid of number four, Brett Favre. <laughs> Listen, there's going to be some Hall of Fame dance they asked me to. I guess I got to say a certain speech. God, he sounds like a fucking maroon. Um, Beth, Alabama, you're on my Fez. Hey, this is Beth. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Beth. Hey, sorry. The, the only mental picture I can get right now is I'm at home watching cars with my kids, and I'm listening to Tom Mater talking right now. He really is. It's the same exact thing. He's the blue-collar fucking quarterback tour. <laughs> I love you guys. He's going to chill. Hey, I'm talking to you on my cellular telephone, so, you know, what up? Raising the roof. You got any oxys? Hey, I thought maybe you want to come over here and go in a hot tub with me. And we got jello. So, you know, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. Let's let nature take its course. Some good lines. Uh, stupid Packers are on TV tonight. Don't you hate them? And those dumb cheese hats. I moved from there. What a fucking... The, the the picture of his dick is the least embarrassing part of this. Oh, yeah. And I saw the picture of his dick. I'm not sure. I thought I saw a toenail on the end of it. Oh, God. Shrinkage. Don't worry. I ain't got a man's dick, so come on over. So so which one of these tape releases is more embarrassing? Mel Gibson being a man and just screaming crazy <laughs> shit? Or Brett Favre like, acting like an eighth grade girl? Which one is... <laughs> <laughs> There's no... Really, I, I'd have to say Mel sounds more like a quarterback. Exactly, yeah. I got most some furniture, so I can't come <laughs> over. Sorry, my dad's mad at me. But, uh, you know, whatever. You know, whatever. That's I thought you might want to come by and watch One Tree Hill. <laughs> 
doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I guess he's never had to work for pussy his entire life, yeah. so it's like just call call fucking skanks up. Let's. I'm gonna stop by, but I'm gonna bring two of my linemen. So if you got any gal friends, I thought we'd get together. We're gonna have a couple sixers. All right, keep on keeping on, okay, baby. <laughs> just dumb as fuck. And by the way, Rustin, he's your idol. I love you, Brett You, you drafted him. First round. And I'm starting him this week, too, for sure. Randy Moss and this. Oh, yeah, the... well, they will explode this week with uh, all this shit happening. Oh, yeah. they, they're like, we need to, we need to fucking <laughs> get some excitement going. Well, the, the, I think the thing about this to, to remember is the guy's like 47 years old, and he's been really dumb that whole time, and this is the first time <laughs> some shit's coming out about it. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> that is true. I just found out that I, I've been driving the last two weeks without a windshield on my truck. <laughs> So, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if you saw the game last week, but I was pretty drunk for it. Uh, Mike, you're on a fez. Yeah, he's about two seconds away from asking her if life, telling her life's like a box of chocolate. Jenny, Jenny, this is Brett Favre. Uh... My mom has cancer. I got a shrimp boat down there in Mississippi. Seriously, you wonder why people fuck, you know, fucking around with you folks, Rustin. Ain't you? No, I get it. I get it. It's okay, but look at this chick that he's pulling. She's pretty sexy. He didn't pull her. He didn't do shit. <laughs> well, I mean, if he's... And she's as, as, no fucking offense here, but there's a million fuck. That's the, that's the plastic look. Uh, I think she's got a little something to her. You don't like that? What is she doing at the fucking game? What is this whole thing about? She's got to give us updates on the sideline and interview the coaches right. after halftime. I'd rather have the Mexican super ass from a couple weeks ago. Oh, hell yeah. Then again, the Jets. The Jets are just all <laughs> over these fucking things. Um, Hendo and I, we are on, on the Ron Fez show. Hey, buddy. I yeah. was wondering if anybody uh, around was going to New York Comic Con this weekend. Yeah, uh, my dad's going to drop us off, cool. but then we're going to need somebody else's dad to pick us up there. <laughs> you going to Comic-Con at all? Is that uh, big for you? It's not really my scene. I'll go check it out, though. I mean, because we're here. This is, uh, she also posed for Playboy. She, um, Let me see. That's her right there. Yeah, those are real. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that's why he figured you sent a picture of his dick. Huh. I saw you, Nike, so just fire. <laughs> you know, now we each see each other's naughty bits. Kind of like the, that naked with combat boots on. Kind of mm. dig that look. Well, then you would have loved Vietnam. Uh, Rich, on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, two questions real quick, guys. Um, first of all, do you think the NFL uh, code of conduct rules that they have in place will sideline him like uh, they did with Ben Roethlisberger? And secondly, do you think this ruins any chance of uh, him being nominated into the Hall of Fame? Um, I could give a shit. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's just fucking ridiculous. It's just the dumbest stuff ever. It has nothing to do with his career, anything else. This should blow over. I mean, when it first came out, no one really blow cared. Over. He didn't do anything. Yeah, it's just a cock picture. And apparently the girl wasn't upset about it, right? No. She was like, I'm just going to take your cock picture and put it online. That's all. On exboyfriends.com. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Bill, Boston, you're in Fez. I'm surprised Brett didn't ask her if I... Oh, man, I'm a fucking re- a letter jacket, and I'm just going to punch out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got an SM for Southern Miss. I'd like you to wear it. We're playing homecoming this week against the Packers. Don't you hate the Packers? Daddy Cheeseheads, I call them the dickheads. That last one, that was pretty clever, Brett. Brett, that was a pretty good one. Listen, I got to go out and get out back and get a pail of water. Come back in here. <laughs> Our bathroom caught on fire and it almost got to the house. Um, Andrew, you're in my face. Hey, Ronnie B. How does this retard memorize a playbook? Uh, because Brad only has one thing, gun it. Everybody, <laughs> well, no. uh, listen, everybody go deep. Everybody go deep. I'm a, I'm a whip this some bitch. Hey, get over here, goddammit. You didn't go deep enough. I want you real deep. I ain't even going to sling this thing until I can't say you no more. I'm going to sling it deep. Wait a minute. What color are our jerseys? Good. All right, good. <laughs> let's just go. Uh, let's go purple, guys. Coming up a little bit, uh, Fez Watley's inner voice is going to do a self-contained uh, comedy bit. Here's a piece I like. We're talking about the pussification of America with all this stupid stuff. Seven-year-old kid in Florida, expelled from school, no longer uh, can go to school because he had a toy gun that was left in his book bag. That's where we are right now. It was a Nerf gun. Yeah. So it's a brightly colored styrofoam shooting fucking gun. Right. And that that never never got pulled. I I got caught with a bunch of firecrackers and shit in, in uh grade school. They were like, all right, whatever, we're just gonna take your fucking firecrackers. <laughs> and those things explode, it could blow my fucking hand off. Here's the thing. He never even took it out of the bag. It was still in the bag. Nerf gun. He's gotta leave the school. So, so what is it? Just because it looks like a gun? Because of Columbine. We had Columbine happen, and it's freaked us out so bad. Um, it's over. Well, I don't know if it still is, but when I was a kid, the toy gun industry was pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> you could go walking through a toy store, and there would just yeah. be gun racks of all different Hell kinds yeah. of guns. That looked like real guns. Yeah. And like, then they started selling, like, basically Uzis. That looked like a fucking Uzi in right. a Mac 10. And then they had to start... <laughs> The legislation against it and shit, because kid, kids were getting shot. With toy Uzis? Yeah, because cops thought they were a real gun, because it literally oh. looked like a fucking Uzi. It's called like a Uzi. There's... Get your toy Uzis. It's so fucking crazy, though. But see, the thing is, they think that we have a gun culture, and if you give the kids a gun, you, you won't. But you watch your little kid, and he will take a dandelion and turn it into a machine gun. <laughs> I mean, a kid, just the the fantasies for little kids run violent. And it's almost on a cellular fucking level. So a kid will take a popsicle stick and start shooting other kids with it. There was a huge controversy after uh, Columbine at Crawford mm-hmm. because they made uh, everybody, because everybody used to just have their guns in the... Uh, in the in the in the back of their truck, you know, like on the gun uh, rack, because you go hunting after school and shit. So, so regular kids, like you're the kids where you grew up, 
would own guns and they would be in the school parking lot. Be in the school parking lot on the back of the truck. And after Columbine, they, you know, had a big assembly. They were like, you can't bring a gun onto premises. You literally just can't come into the parking Uh lot. It was a really big deal. Like, kids were like, fuck it, I'm not taking my gun (laughs) off the back. I'm not going home after school before I go hunting. Fuck that. (laughs) So it was a huge deal after that happened. So what did they end up doing? Uh, Have they kept the guns uh, away from the school? Yeah, I I think the rule is... Like, on the books, you can't have guns on premises. But I knew by the time I left, there was no – nobody cared. Right. It's like now if a weird kid had a gun in the back of right. his car, people would be pissed. But if you Now, by drug, weird kid, you mean Mexican, yeah. Asian, Black, yeah. something that isn't white. Exactly. But, the, the, uh, but for the local kids, hunting and was a normal thing where you grew up. Well, essentially the rule was is if you had – you can see in the back of a truck, and if they have a buckmaster – Sticker with a big buck on it, and then a, whole, a gun next to it, then it's fine. What's the big deal? But if you now, don't, what do they mean by buckmaster? I don't buckmaster. It's a uh, that's like an organization for for oh. big hunters. No, I never heard of this. So it meant that the kid was trained to use a gun. Yeah, it meant that the kid goes hunting and uh, uh, and and was that's what he was using the gun for, not just some creep. Now, could you uh, <laughs> walk down the hall carrying carrying your gun? Um, I don't know. I don't think so, but. Uh, but it's possible. I don't think anybody would say anything if you had, like, camouflage on. Nobody cares. Uh, Pete, you're on Run of Fez. Yeah, when I was a kid, we were down in Disney World in Florida, and I went on the Pirates of Caribbean. And at the end of the ride, they were selling these wooden pirate guns with these metal barrels, and they shot black powder, and they shot these round cork-sized balls. And they let me fucking take that thing on the plane in my carry-on bag. The security guard's like, ah, whatever, it's just a fucking kid's gun, no big deal. Now, what year was that, do you remember? Yeah, it was like, I was probably, it was like 70, 76. Uh-huh. So at that point, you could get on a plane with a toy gun. Now this kid, is that the kid who did it? Yeah, it's the kid right there. All right, now, does, he actually looks like he would have another little friend named E and Turtle. <laughs> uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um... Dave, you're on Run Fez. Hey, buddies. Um, man, you guys remember back in the day when they used to make perfect replicas and put like a half-inch orange tip on the yeah. end of the barrel? <laughs> well, Ridiculous. I, I remember for some reason in our family, and I don't know who it belonged to, but it was this like metal, it was very he- heavy, German Luger oh, that shit. looked exactly like a German Luger. And, you know, we would play with it. Uh, it wasn't real, but... You 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 would have thought it was real. Like you could have yeah. easily robbed the fucking store with it. Um, Tyler, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Uh, yeah, it, about the the legislation about toy guns and stuff. Uh, when I play in the backyard with my daughter, any stick that resembles a gun, she's running around shooting it. And uh, we went to a circus the other night, and all it was was a bright, colorful wand. And the first thing she started doing was aiming at all the other little kids at the circus and pretending to shoot. Right. It is, it's just, but it's also just pretend. It's a, uh, just the fucking play thing. We had, air, we did the airsoft thing, me and my buddies all the time, and we'd get the guns out of the orange tips, and you'd always black marker the orange yeah. tips. Yeah, right. Make them look real, make look badass. You don't want to look gay running around with the orange tip on your gun. Okay, you just oh. brought the gay thing. When you know Fez, that made Fez furious today. Uh, I meant the, you don't want to look uncool. I understand. You didn't mean that you want to look like a homosexual, No, right? that's not what I meant at all. It's exactly what I tried to explain to him today. Kind of like my parents chaperoning the dance. Okay, that's the perfect like thing. That, yeah. um, 
Hold on, Hex has uh, got. Anyway. I'm waiting for my. Well, I got to put the sound up on it because uh, my alarm's. <laughs> so go who's off. texting you during the show? You. No, you this is there? actually. A, no, this is a email from someone in my old college. <laughs> One of my old colleges. Yeah. I bet it's from Brett Favre. Hi, you still doing the show? <laughs> uh, yes, Lee, Indiana, you're on Fez. Hi, Ron. You're talking about growing up with toy guns. Whatever happened to those uh, when you grew up? They used to have these little paper things that you put in the guns that would explode and make, like, bullet sounds. Uh, do they become illegal or... Yeah, I, I don't think that they have those kind of guns anymore, right? No, I think they still have them. I get them for my little brothers for Christmas. The little pop guns where you put the little paper uh, yeah. instead of the bullets. Yeah, yeah, we get them all the time for Christmas. All right. And uh, we have a great fucking time just popping each other the whole time. Uh, Chris and PA, you're on Fez. Yo. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I was just saying, uh, my next-door neighbor, ironically, is a police officer, so I'm not going to go to the tail end of where I live, but he has four little boys, and um, I have a two-year-old daughter, and they'll be playing guns out in the yard, and the youngest boy will go right up to my daughter and hold the gun right to her head, and it just freaks the shit out of me. When I was little, I was running around banging, you know, cap guns off and crazy shit, but just to see that just freaks me the fuck out, you know what I mean? It it definitely is just something that kids do, and... um... I don't know. I don't understand it either. But you're constantly it's fun. fucking pretending. Yeah, but I don't know why that's fun. <laughs> you know, you're not like, oh, let's play calculator. You know, you never do kind of <laughs> shit like that. Um, let's go over to uh, Mitch. Mitch, PA, you're on Fez. Yeah, how are you guys doing today? This is the first time I'm listening to you guys, and what a wild show you have! But it is something. To, it really is. Going back am, to the guy that was. Uh, on an airplane trip from Disney in the 70s. God, back in the 70s, there was no security on planes. We were able to, like, get laid in the back of the plane and smoke doobies, and nobody knew what it was or even give a, gave a shit. Yeah, the biggest airlines in the 70s was called Soul Plane. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, you could do whatever you wanted on there. Wait, Isn't that weird, could... though, just to think of people would be smoking and getting fucked like up? Sounds like the best thing ever. Smoking a joint on a plane sounds insanely fun. Well, you fun. could you could smoke a joint because you could smoke anywhere that yeah. you were able to smoke. You could smoke pot, so you would go to concerts and smoke fucking pot because yeah. hey, I'll just act like a cigarette. Just sit here. <laughs> no one's cool. gonna know. Yeah, and now you would be in just as much trouble for a cigarette. Probably more. I see people. I chose to, people more likely smoke. Definitely smoke a joint than a cigarette. Because cigarette people smoke pot, eh, that, whatever the guy smoking joints, cigarettes like oh my god, put that thing out, it's disgusting. Right. Cancer. <sighs> yeah, they do that thing where they just wave in front of their wave in front face. of their face like they're going to die. Um, eight six six run zero fez eight six six run zero fez. Uh, Dan Illinois, you're on fez. Yeah, uh, talking about the fake guns and everything, the guy brought up the uh, cap guns. We still sell them. I mean, I work at a a theme park out in Illinois where we do Old West stunt shows that before we start the show, we have to do a whole safety speech because everybody's so concerned about gun laws and everybody going out and playing with guns and and not even thinking about what they're doing. Mm. Um, so you kind of do that old western shoot shoot 'em up thing, and the, but you have to give a, a, a fucking gun speech before that. I just love the fact that the kids in Rustin's school can sit there with guns in the parking <laughs> it's crazy. lot. Crazy. 
It's deer season. You got to. Get <laughs> someone gets out of like if you have football practice, don't get out till four thirty. You got to get to the stand before it hold, gets dark. Hold on, is this Brett Favre? <laughs> One of the things that when uh, Brett Favre was bragging about when he was living in Jersey was one season with that. We go night hunting. Don't tell anybody. We love to be out there at night. We don't know what we're shooting at. And I mean, when he was with the Jets, I think the closest he got to New York City was that stadium. I think he had no idea what was on the other side. So he was over living in western you know, Jersey, yeah. just all fucking hillbillied up as far as he can. This ain't too bad. I mean, people say stuff about New York, but this ain't bad at all. Like when you're night hunting or texting dick pictures to people. Uh, he just put out uh, a thing to say that his cock was flaccid. Do oh. not take that as his actual cock. But your flaccid dick was sick, sticking straight up, Brett. So I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I, I don't believe it, Russ. I don't believe it for a I second. can't be. <laughs> Um, it's a grower, not a shower. There's nothing you can do about that. Uh, well, he was already at the growing stage, so <laughs> oh, no. You got to fluff before you take cockpits and send them. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna send you picture jerking off first. Not totally jerk off, but at least you know. Start uh, I'm gonna it finger up. my ass and send you a picture. I got some banana butt lube. I'm gonna take it all the way in. Uh. Justin, say hi to Rustin. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Rustin. What's up, buddy? Hey, I kind of agree with you or not agree with, but I got the same kind of stories what you do. I grew up in a high school where 90% of the guys always had a shotgun or a rifle in the back of their pickup back window and always were able to carry knives in school. Never, yep. ever bothered with this. Graduated in 04, so. With a 4-0, so everything went your way. Here's Dave in Austin. Dave. What up? Five one two. Hey, buddy. How are y'all? Hey, uh, yeah, just it, it's kind of funny that we're talking, or you guys are touching on this subject. It's not so much gun-related, but my four-year-old uh, wants to be a warrior princess for uh, Halloween this year, and uh, so I got her a fake axe and a little plastic thing to go with her outfit, and uh, she's playing with her mom with it. She uh, all of a sudden goes for my uh, wife's throat and says, I cut your throat, Mom. <laughs> That's crazy how they get that. I know. Of course it is. It's like all funny. Well, first of all, when you're a kid, you honestly just think to yourself, I feel bad for adults because they die. It never occurs to you <laughs> that you could get killed under any circumstances. Uh, coming up in just a few minutes, uh, Fez Watley's inner critic, his hate voice, Hayton. will be doing a self-contained comedy bit. It is, I wonder if Pepper Hicks inner voice is hate, or if it's joy and happiness. Mm. I think, is it the opposite? Is that how it works? Or? I don't think I have an inner yeah. voice. Uh, 866, the inner voice thing is... Mm. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Mark, Chicago, you're on my fez. Yeah, I think this is just instinctive behavior, because uh, in the wild, by 13, you know, these would be... Mature killers. Um, yeah, that's really some true. Like the like the Khmer Rouge, they had all twelve and thirteen year old kids, and there was nothing more dangerous than that. <laughs> they were just like um, just the nuttiest thing because the kids love to kill. 
and couldn't get enough of it. Scary shit. That's what they say. That's what they warned me in Brooklyn. They said all the little pickpocketers, they said mm. all those kids are like 9, 10 years old, and they're just sneaky, crazy, and violent. <laughs> who's, who's telling you this? Uh, there's growing bands of pickpocketers. And don't look up at the tall buildings and keep your wallet in your front. Um, I sent Brett Favre an email about how I should live in New York. Uh, just give me some tips. Do me a favor. We're going night hunting later. Send me some teddy pictures. I'll send. Hey, check your email. I just sent a picture of my butthole. You're going to love it. Um, here is uh, Logan. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, boys. Yeah, uh, you know, I grew up in a small town in South Texas, and uh, it was the same way whenever, you know, September 1st rolled around. That's the beginning of dub season down here. So we all had 12-gauge pump-action shotguns in the back windshields of our car. And, uh, you know, one day I had, I had a buddy of mine who had trouble with his gun, and a shop teacher just told him, I'll just bring it in here. I'll take a look at it. And he's walking down the hall in the middle of school with a you know, 12-gauge shotgun. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's dove season. Some things are more important than school safety or whatever. So you grew up a hunter? Uh, yeah, my, my family hunted constantly. What about so you? Was kinda, I mean, I was, I was in and out. I, I had a traumatic first killing a deer experience, so uh -huh. I didn't really want to go back to it. Oh, uh, well, I will take you to that. In the, but, you know, I am waiting for Mr. Watley's inner voice. But after that, I am going to um, do a silence with the lambs with you, Clarice. Okay. <laughs> Remember the deer? How the deer screams for you, Rustin. Exactly. Um, we're all pretty excited about Fez Wildly. This has never been done on the radio before. No, no. The inner voice coming out. Side the brain. I'm actually proud of him this week. He's been good. Yeah. He's been very, very good in spurts. And I think uh, he's going to be very, very uh, excited about having his inner voice come out. And uh, do this. Can't wait. And who knows? Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't be good. But so that's the alarm. Yeah. <laughs> well, Fez Watley's inner voice is uh, here and about to do a self-contained comedy bit. And now, inner workings with your host, me. The voice inside Fez's big, stupid head. I call this inner workings, although there's not much working inside this mine. But we'll see what we can find out. Gee, Fez, what's your plans for the weekend? Here's an idea, Fezzy. How about watching Dark Knight for the thousandth time? Have you memorized all of Commissioner Gordon's lines yet? I'm surprised you have the mental ability to hit play on the DVD player. Or how about going out today? Oops. Sorry, the sun might go down. Because there's nothing like staying in all weekend, wrapped up in a quilt like the moron you are, listening to me, the inner voice. Nice work, Fez. You've come up with a new recipe for pigs in a blanket. You idiot, you're afraid of the sun. What caveman tribe are you from exactly? Well, Worthless, there's always more crying. You haven't done that enough over the years. How's that hobby coming? Collecting tears. Or there's always more heart attacks. Just curl up at home with a pizza and a coronary. This has been Inner Workings, hosted by me, the inner voice, inside Fez's big stupid head. Uh, Fez, the inner voice, 
um, literally is your comedic voice. There's no difference there whatsoever. It's me. Yeah. It's me talking to me. Mm. And completely right. Everything that the inner voice said made perfect sense. You may just say to the inner voice, why don't you take me out and figure out some things to do? Maybe it's time for you to surrender to the inner voice instead of trying to push it back. Why don't we do this? Uh, and by the way, inner voice, I want to have more and more on the show. Because quick, funny, strong, self-assured. Inner voice. I hate the inner voice. Is that the inner voice talking? No, that's the outer voice. Why do you hate the inner voice when everything the inner voice said was correct? No, I hate the inner voice being so mean. Just do what the inner voice says. And then I guess it'll calm down. Well, it won't, well, it wouldn't, I guess it wouldn't have any complaints. Right. The inner voice wants you to stop being a fucking waste around the house, it sounds like. Yeah, the inner voice gets very loud on Sundays. Hmm. All right, uh, we're going to take a break here. When we get back, promos and silence of the deer. <laughs> it's the Ron Fez Show after the jump. Ronnie B, Fezzy W. Ronnie Fez, Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. Hit me again with another one of them rocks. What the fuck's that? This is my lucky crack pipe. You crazy motherfucker. You don't have a lucky crack pipe? No, I don't have a lucky motherfucking crack pipe. Then, Donald, you gotta take a hit off of mine. Why I gotta do that? Because it's lucky. Hey, what is this? It's the Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Coming up a little later on, to help a certain team from a certain city... Catholic prayers from our own Chris Stanley, since every time he does it, good things happen. I'm going to try to, you know, get through it again. I know the first time I did it, it was, you know, kind of hard to get through, but hopefully, well, I got It do, worked. That's all I go by. It's the Hail Mary, right? And... Lord's Prayer. It's not so difficult to remember. I can't remember. There's a lot, and then there's the... Act of Contrition. Act of Contrition. That, I You're have not no going to do that at all. Yeah, I can't do that. You're way too dumb. Not dumb, but <laughs> uneducated for that. All right, we've got to do our promos for next week. Uh, and, uh, you know, Fez Watley's inner voice that taunts him. I honestly, uh, Fez, think you ought to think about surrendering to it. It's, it's very powerful to me. I know that much. Well, can I tell you this? Why don't you do what it says? And I'm going to take another point of this. I think that inner voice is you. That's the real you. And this outer thing that's not getting shit done, that's what you need to get rid of. The inner voice was very funny. I was waiting for it to be unfunny. I thought it was I thought it was the funny part of you. Really? Because I thought, all right, it's just, you know, it's just being plain mean. It's just awful talk. Yeah, but that is your comedy. Your True. comedy is very very cruel. And you were always like, Jesus Christ, you were like a fucking sharp knife. I don't know where the other part came from. But I, it seems to me now the inside is where the strength is. And I was ready to say, we can beat that inner voice. 
numb. Look what the inner voice was telling you. Go over some of the advice the inner voice had. Oh, it was. Stop laying around. Stop eating the same bad food. Stay out of that. Yeah, from under the blanket. The inner voice is right. Why don't you ever listen to it? I. It's a battle. On the weekends, it is a battle. Why is it a battle? It's, listen and, and submit. It, I guess the fear is a third voice. Oh, wait a minute. What? 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 Oh, no. Where did this come from? I don't know, because it's the fear that argues with inner voice. All right, hold on. This So there's a, it's a, there's a third thing? There's a third? You didn't tell us that. You told us you had an inner voice that was mean to you. Right, yeah. When you told us what the inner voice said, it sounded like fine advice. Now there's another voice. Well, there's fear. That is that, like, if like, let's say the inner voice yells at me and tells me to get outside on a Sunday, right? And I go and do it, and I'm like, I'm just, I, let's have just taken a walk. Mm -hmm. The fear just drives me back home. Does fear I talks go, to you too? You know what? I didn't think fear talk. Fear talks to me like through body language, uh -huh. where it's like I start getting nervous, so feeling my heart beating, uh, you know, faster, and just feel like I gotta run. It just uh, makes me want to run. So, is the fear you? Or the inner voice? Or the third voice? It must be a third one, because the fear, the fear right, let's is... let's do this. In 45 minutes, fear, Fez's fear will write uh, a new piece for us. In 45. Okay. Alright, first we've got to do uh, our promos for next week. <clears throat> We'll start off with Chris Stanley as the announcer. The Ron and Fez Show, celebrating another year of cyberbullying. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we get ready for Halloween with our favorite tainted candies. Then we pull a knife on Tom Brokaw and find out how tough he really is. The Ron, Ron and Fez, Fez Show, the nightmare you can't wake up from. Hmm. Okay... Who knows? It sounds like the inner voice wrote these. These are very, very cruel, Fezzy. Uh, or should I say inner voice? Inner voice. Okay. Ivy. Ivy. <laughs> the Ron and Fez Show. The legend continues. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, the handicapped are here. Who will survive wheel wheelchair? Okay, let's do it again. The Ron and Fez, Fez show. show. The legend, legend continues. continues. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez show. The handicapped are here. Who will survive wheelchair wars? Then this month, we try to make people a little less aware of breast cancer. The Ron and Fez show. In the war on drugs, we fight for the other side. Mm. Cruel. I don't know. Handing these out should not be quite so difficult. <laughs> All right. The Ron and Fez Show, the kids you weren't allowed to play with. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, get your life savings. We gamble your money on the NFL. Then it's back. Give a toddler a concussion day. The Ron and Fez Show, the leading cause of abortion. What about people who uh, either had their baby get hit in the head, and they're going through that right now, or have lost a child? Or people that are with a gambling freak? Would um, they all be offended by these? They might be. These are not, uh, not talking about making fun of anyone in an accident. These are like on purpose, which right. makes it ridiculous. Right, but what I'm saying is that's, uh, you know, 
The Ron and Fez Show. You can no longer protect yourselves from us. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we make the news with some phony bomb scares. Then we debut our brand new book, Mugging the Elderly for Idiots. The Ron and Fez Show. People prefer us to Coke and Pepsi. I don't know where the fart noise came from. Sound like it was after your voice, so that was yours. It wasn't written in, I know that much. I thought it... Fart. Oh, you want to redo that one then? Because you don't want the fart voice. Well, fart not thing. after my voice. Okay. Maybe after Chris Stanley's. All right. Uh, so we're redoing that one? Yeah. The Ron and Fez Show. You can no longer protect yourselves from us. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we make the news with some phony bomb scares. Then we debut our brand new book, Mugging the Elderly for Idiots. The Ron and Fez Show. People prefer us to Coke and Pepsi. There was more fart noises that time. Well, didn't you say you've been taking some kind of medication? Yes, I have, but if they're legitimate. The Ron and Fez Show. You're now entering a fuck you zone. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez Show, we start a new hate crime, white bashing. Then it's fun for the whole family with incest speed dating. The Ron and Fez Show. Continue listening to your mind control device. You didn't like that? Yeah, we probably need another read from Chris Stanley there, and there was fart noises after my voice again. Well, but it could have sounded like him because it was right before. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> the Ron, Ron and Fez, Fez show. show. You're now entering a fuck you zone. Coming up on the next Ron and Fez show, we start a new hate crime, white bashing. Then it's fun for the whole family with incest speed dating. <laughs> The Ron and Fez Show. Continue listening to your mind control device. Good read on that, Chris. That last one sounded like it had a tail. It sounded a little wet. People are thinking I'm wet farting in here. Farty. That's disgusting. Seriously. That's the shockiest, jockiest thing you've ever said. And then we do these without Chris. These next two for the NFL Network. God, I hate these. Why do? What do we have to do with the NFL Network? It's supposed to promote our show to people listening to football on the weekend. Well, that's just... like they're not watching it on TV. So that's what this is for. I'm Ron Bennington. And I'm Fez Watley from the Ron and Fez Show on the virus on Sirius XM. Shit, fuck, fart. Shit, fuck, fart. That's not what was written. You, you didn't do your line? Then we get some really disturbing photos from Brett Favre. The Ron and Fez Show, 11 a.m. in the East on the virus. They're probably not going to accept shit, fuck, fart. Why not? I accept it. I don't think NFL is an XL channel. All right. I'm Ron Bennington. And I'm Fez Watley from the Ron and Fez Show on the virus on Sirius XM. Go fuck your mothers. Then we get some really disturbing photos from Brett Favre. Ron and Fez Show. 11 a.m. in the East. All right, I'll do it the right way. I'm Ron Bennington. And I'm Fez Wetley from the Ron and Fez Show on the virus on Sirius XM. Coming up on our next show, our team of preschoolers takes on the Bills. Preschoolers favored by six. Then we get some really disturbing photos from Brett Favre. The Ron and Fez Show, 11 a.m. in the East on the virus. NFL Network's going to think I fart.
I'm Ron Bennington. And I'm Fez Watley from the Ron and Fez Show on the virus on Sirius XM. Shit, fuck, fart. Then we do uh, the official coin toss to see who starts as quarterback for the Eagles. Shit, fuck, shit, fuck, shit, fuck, fart. <laughs> One thing I know, down the hall they got a sense of humor. Oh, absolutely. All right, so those are done. Wrapped up and finished. Uh, Fez Fear has, uh, what, 40 minutes? 40 minutes. I'm going to work on that. Mm. Working on fear. So is this going to be the end of it, or are we going to talk to sensitivity, depression, and Valentine's Day? This should be the end of it, I would think. When you start to hear how crazy it is, though, right? Oh, it's absolutely insane. But is not your inner... Uh, year is, isn't your inner voice right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's why what... don't you listen? Why do you always get mad at your inner voice? Well, because everything starts with stupid idiot, and it's like I understand everything inner voice says is right. It's get it's getting myself to do it. Well, if you did it, you wouldn't be called stupid idiot. If you did it, it would be thanks a lot, big big man. It's me, inner voice. So I hope so. that's the plan. That inner voice doesn't just keep finding stuff to bitch about. All right, the NFL Network asked for us to do a rape promo, too. I don't know what we're supposed to do, but they think rape is funny, and they want us to put it out there. I don't get it. What don't you get? Why they would want that. Well, they think it's funny. The funny part is you didn't plan to have sex, and then you did. That's the, that's the where the hilarity comes in. And then the other funny part is some people can't get laid. I mean, there's fat girls out there that can't get raped at all. And then some people, you know, don't even want to get raped, and they are. So, I mean, that might be one way to look at it. Um, all right. The, uh, let's bring Rustin back in here. Rustin? Yeah, what's up, man? <clears throat> <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> hey, dude, what's happening? What's going on? Uh, you were going to tell us about the first time you shot a deer. You said it was the best day of your life. It was very traumatic. I was, How old were you? I, I was, in, I think, nine. Mm -hmm. It might have been ten, though. But that was the, that was the main reason. It was my grandpa, uh, uh -huh. before he died. He was like, "This, it's. I'm sick of this. You're nine years old. You haven't killed a deer yet. We're doing this right now. It's happening. Now, you used to call him Grandpa Touch Dick. Why was that? <laughs> I don't think we should really get into the reasons for the name. All right, so you're nine years old. Yeah. And Grandpa was worried that you were gay. Yeah, he was a little concerned. Because <clears throat> my brother was a big hunter, so he was, uh, and I really wasn't yet. So, and they're, uh, they live on like kind of a big ranch, um, and they have enough land that they've kind of set up their own deer stand and feeder and all that, like in their backyard of sorts. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, fuck it, we're doing, we're right now, we're going out there. So it's almost like they're shooting their pets. It's pretty, essentially, that's what it is. Um, like in, in, on the east, it would be like, hey, if you're shooting your dog, yeah. you know, come on over in the basement. We're going to shoot our dogs for fun. Yeah. Right, so go ahead. So we go out into the pasture. Uh, we get in the stand. And we're not there for literally 20 minutes. And I'm having second thoughts. You know, I don't – because I'm with you. It's like, why are these, these deer – it's not like we're in the wild. There's, they're here because you put, built a feeder for them to come eat at right here. Uh, so – so the, so a buck comes out. Uh, it was like an eight eight point or something. Right. And you get what buck fever, what's called, and you start getting a little nervous because you know you're about to have to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I shake a little bit and I shoot, and 
deer goes down, but I didn't kill it. It was just like a stomach shot. Right. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You gut shot. You gut shot this poor animal. So immediately my grandpa's like, you know, you shot him in the stomach, you fucked up all the meat. So so then it was just like done. It was pointless. But the deer was alive, like kicking, and blood was spurting out of its shot stomach right. in a stream. And so he was like, all right, well, come on. Uh, and I was freaking out. It was nine years old. And so we go out, and he's got this old school revolver. That I guess he just had, just in case. And so we go up next to the deer who's making insane noises, like a dying animal. And he puts my hand on the gun, and he takes his hand and puts it on top of mine, and we pointed the gun in the deer's head and executed the fucking deer. All right. Um, Now, you said this was traumatic. When did the traumatic thing happen? Uh, what happened that made you so upset? Well, because I was uh, I had always seen deer hunting because I'd always heard the arguments that it's 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 not a bad thing, it's not evil, right. but I'd never felt more evil than slowly walking to the suffering deer and having my grandpa take his hand and put it over the revolver as we just execute the deer, and that we that we weren't even going to eat. Like it was such a pointless exercise that uh-huh. just freaked me out. But we did solve the horns, and they're up on the wall. Rustin's first deer. <laughs> <laughs> And Watley fucking worries about this shit that he's, that's following him around. Yeah. Whatever. I was just embarrassed because my brother had like four deer on the wall. And, I... <laughs> and you got to eat his. Yeah, we all had delicious yeah. venison for, for weeks. So did that story still get told like it's somehow comedic or fun or, hey, remember that time yeah. you fucking gut shut the deer? Yeah, everybody tells it, kind of making fun of me at that point. But I yeah. mean, because I, mean, I came back, because I had blood all, and I wasn't dressed in camouflage or anything because it was the backyard. Right. So I just had like my hoodie, my hoodie that I wore to school and everything was covered in blood. Yeah. And it was fucking- Powerpuff Girls hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mention that it was part of the important <laughs> lesson that not only I killed the deer, but then we learned how to gut it right there, uh-huh. right after the kill. So after we executed it, then we pulled out the knife, you start at the neck, and then you cut down, and then you skin right. it. I mean, it's fucking, it's an it's a insane process that you have to go through. It's like killing a human. You skin, like we skinned it. <laughs> you skinned a deer, and it was, reached its hands and its organs, and we're taking, oh, it was fucked up. So you really like the Texas thing for you was never easy. No, I didn't. I never. I just never get really the. You point understand, of it. Grandpa? I want to listen to the radio. <laughs> There's some guy on there at night that speaks to me. Um, here's uh, Teddy and PA. You're on the face. Hey, what's up, Ronnie B? Yeah. I have a story similar to Rustin's, except uh, I got shot a deer. I was 12 years old. My dad. Uh, did not have a revolver, so all he had was a buck knife, and we used to, uh, you know, gut the deer and skin the deer. Uh, so I had to go and stand over the deer and slit its throat with a buck knife. <laughs> it was horrifying. Um, and Rustin, for you, you know, here at nine, you realize that you weren't a real man. That's this was supposed to like be your manhood yeah. thing. Yeah, and, and you it, totally screwed the pooch. It's not, and it's not. The sad thing is, like, that I didn't take that and say, "Well, I'm just not a deer hunter." Right. Like multiple times after that, I've killed other deer, and every single time I've been like, "This is fucking terrible. I don't know what the <laughs> point of this is." And I just keep killing the deer, <laughs> hoping, hoping, hoping Grandpa will finally fucking 
think that you're great. I gotta tell you, my brother, when they, my grandparents used to introduce me to like uh-huh. friends and family, they'd always introduce me. They'd introduce my brother, like, this is Jay. He's a football player, and he was, <laughs> they'd tell the hunting stories, and they would introduce me and say, this is Rustin, and he's our rider. <laughs> he's a oh, rider. Oh. <laughs> he's sensitive. <laughs> I just want to go back to the house. Yeah. Um, Jim and Yonkers, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, is this kid's name Rustin or Dexter? It really is a fucking Dexter story. You poor little pathetic bastard. Uh, whatever, if I become a murderer later in life, everybody will know why. First of all, who wants to go hunting? The cowboy junkies are coming to town, <laughs> and I want to get seats. Exactly. I was way more interested in going to a show than fucking sitting out in a stand. But, but again... And not to bring it back into Fez, you kind of said, okay, you know, this thing is fucking weird. While you're 19, you come up to New York, you fuck around, you you found Austin, so you're not, you know, some fucking hip people. But I'm I'm not some. I mean, at this point, like, literally every single one of my friends is a hunter. Right. It doesn't bother me at all. And a couple of my buddies next winter are going up to Colorado to go elk hunting. And I want to go. I don't really have any interest in hunting, but... I'm, I think the whole outdoor, I think there's really something to that. Like, I'm sure. not against it. It's just, I don't really. <laughs> You're not, it's, it's not something you do perfectly. While they're hunting, you can be back uh, at the cabin making a souffle for everybody. <laughs> so that when they get back. Um, here's uh, Kevin in Houston. You're on a Fez. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to defend Rustin a little bit. I, I was born and raised in Texas, grew up here all my life. And I've never killed a deer. And I, I, to this day, I have a lot of friends that are deer hunters, and I, and I think they're a bunch of fucking idiots. Because they, they do exactly what Rustin says. They go out, they put up a fucking feeder, and then they go and shoot an animal. What The animal, it's going there for food, you asshole. It doesn't know any better. And then you're going to fucking shoot it while you're half drunk? But You know what? I had an uncle in Maryland that there was like a little fawn, and he put a, a fucking bell around it, like a ribbon and a bell, and used to feed it, and it would come in. No. And then fucking hunting season, he blasted that thing. <laughs> That's fucking, it's so fucking funny. And I it... fed that thing out of my hand oh, when it was no, little. Oh, no, And then later, during a dinner, was told the same. That's the same thing that you fed. And I went like this. We have any more mashed potatoes? <laughs> Starving. Just didn't care. That was... What am I going to do? Am I going to fucking sit around and worry? At the beginning of deer season, my grandparents, we'd, they'd always know, like, there's two 12-point bucks out there. Fucking towns and shoots them again this year. Because they all have, their pastures would all kind of touch each other. Yeah. And the deer just hop the fences. Like, they don't care. But everybody had their own little feeder that they would try to lure the deer into. And there were always three or four big catches. Fucking towns and shot the thirteen pointer against third year in a row. He's got the biggest deer out here. <laughs> Bullshit. Our deer is not big enough, and it's not to eat or to feed the hungry. It's yeah. just we wanted to put it on the wall so it looks. Uh, Hicks's good. dad took him to a shooting gallery. It was him, fucking four other junkies, <laughs> all in the same uh, thing tying off. <clears throat> Dad's medicine. Oh yeah. Is that what he called his medication? Um. Sometimes, like I asked once, what his uh, what his track marks were. He's like, uh, bee sting scars. There you go. Stop asking. They questions. all lined up, and I got bee sting scars. Except for this fucking mist right here. Yeah, it's bubbling up on me. Oh Jesus! I hope that doesn't go to my heart. 
Nothing hurts worse than a miss, kid. Nothing hurts worse than a miss. Um, let's go over to Sean. Sean, you're on the fence. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, I, I tell these hay seeds around here, though, I'll, I'll start hunting deer when we run out of chickens and cows. So this is people calling from the red states that are seeing Rustin as a little patron saint. <laughs> um, here's uh, Craig in Oregon. You're on Montefez. What's going on, buddy? Yeah. I, uh, first falling job was in Alaska, and we'd spend all of our money going through Canada at strip clubs. And so every week we had to take turns going and shooting a deer. And I had never done it before. My first week I go out with my buddy, and we're up on this friggin' mountain, and uh, I see this doe, you know, and you're not you're not looking for horns to be picky. You just need food because we're broke. And uh, so I shoot this deer. We get up to this doe. I cut into it, and I, you know, basically started to push and work my way up, and a fucking baby fawn falls out of its stomach. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. It's not even the worst part. Like, my, my first wife at the time was at home pregnant in Oregon, you know, where I'm at now. And the worst feeling just went over me, you know, because here I just shot this doe that's pregnant. My wife's at home pregnant, and it just, God. it fucked me up for, like, I mean, instantly had to go get to a pay phone because I'm in bumfuck Alaska and call and make sure everything's okay with her and the kid. And I couldn't hunt again for, like, three years, and I, it just really fucked me up, man. But how was the meat on that uh, little boarded uh, deer? Nice? Soft, oh, it tender? Was just, it was it was disgusting, the whole, the whole fucking thing, because it was pregnant, it was all fat, and just, just tasted like shit. I mean, I bet you we only ate a third of that fucking dough and ended up giving it to the dog. All right, there you go, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, here's Kenton in San Antonio. You're on Run-A-FEZ. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to call in. Uh, me and my buddy got this job for a a uh, friend of ours, dad, he raises deer on a huge uh, land in South Texas. And we'd just go out and shoot like 60 deer a day at the end of the season. And we'd just sit and wait for them to come out and just pop one. They'd run into the brush, pop another one, and these teams of guys would clean them and they'd give them to homeless shelters, the meat. And he got a big tax write-off for doing that every year. So they just had to clear them out off the land, huh? Just tons of them. Yeah, just I we'd shoot probably 60 for a couple of days at the end of the season, and he'd get a huge tax write-off for giving it to the homeless. My brother's actually gotten uh, somebody hired, one of the people that, that our family knew, like hired him, like paid him. So if you go up to our uh, our deer lease up in South Texas, down in South Texas, because um, the, the population, it's just overpopulated, because if you keep on breeding mm -hmm. for more and more deer and people are just killing the males, there's doe or females. They're just everywhere. They, You know, they're just rampaging. They... Fuck up the like the uh, agriculture and shit. So. Yeah, there's a deer problem every just about every state in this country. Now, when, here's the weird thing about deer that most people don't realize that they can fuck you up. When I was a kid, I went up this thing in Pennsylvania where you could feed the deer, and the guy would bring them down like just from feeding them day after day. They would come down like at right. dusk, and you know, if you were a kid, you could feed them. He pulls up his fucking pants. His goddamn shins were just sliced. Oh. Sliced up from deers fucking kicking him. Oh, yeah. Those fucking, I guess it's a hoof yeah. or a paw, okay. like a hoof, uh, are fucking razor sharp. Why is he feeding these fucking deer then if they're just tearing up his legs? Because he would charge people, you know, you oh. would pull off the road. And plus, he now in hindsight, we must have went to some inbred fucking retard's house. <laughs> you know, you pull off the road. I mean, you've got to be out of your mind. 
Then you give the kids fucking corn. Oh, we're standing Christ. there with it through a thing <laughs> just to feel a fucking deer on our hands. But the weird thing is, then, is like my father's like, well, you know, you'll fuck up those deer by feeding them like that because then they won't know how to go out and do shit on their own. This was this is how lazy animals will get. Like you can fuck up a lion by just like feeding it for a while. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like shit. if you. St- <laughs> This is the thing is we're acting like well animals know what to do. If they can get around hunting, they'll fucking do the same thing we do. You know? And if a lion finds out like hey, they just throw meat out, he'll just give up hunting completely, just go running over and eat fucking meat that's already done. And then I guess not go back to hunting either cuz the thing's been doing the entire fucking shitty lion life. Yeah, cuz he forgot the fucking how to do it. That's how quickly they forget. Stupid-ass and then animal. they go like this. Where's that meat that used to be out here? This stinks. <laughs> there's a lot of, all over Texas. There's I don't know if they're up in the north, but there's all these kind of like giant outdoor zoos that mm-hmm. you can drive through that the animals are just free right. ranging, and they have they you can feed all these animals out of your car, right? And then we came to the zebra section, and I fucking it was me and my dad and all the little kids. Right. We were all there, and I had fucking corn in my hand, and the zebra comes up and bites my fingers and oh. rips the skin off these two my two middle fingers, and then like five yards up, there's a sign that says. Don't feed the zebras. They can be very aggressive. <laughs> so that fucking feeding animal shit is be very careful. It can backfire very quickly. Uh, Paul in Connecticut, you're on Fez. Hey, whatever happened to uh, Fez's plan to relocate the deer? I really uh, thought I could bring him back in on this story, but uh, yeah, I guess he's still working on his f- fear takes the holiday. Um, here is Travis, Florida. Hey. Ron? Yes, sir. Hey, um, my brother back about uh, about 15 years ago was out hunting. We kind of lived in the woods. It didn't take about 50 yards to walk out the back back door, and you could be hunting already. But our neighbor raised Bramer bulls, purebreds. They had a pet deer that would go over there and eat with the eat with the bulls, and you know, pretty much was you know real <clears throat> real tame. Well, I guess he had gotten a fight with one of the bulls, and they had halters on these bulls, and the halter got all wrapped around in the Deer's antlers, and so hunting season comes around. My brother sees a big old eight point out there, you know, and takes a shot at it, and the deer just stands there and looks at him. I mean, that's how tame it was. It wouldn't even move. Took another shot and killed it. <laughs> Got a little closer, and he thought it was vines and the antlers at first, but it wasn't. It was the halter. And he's like, How the hell did a halter get, you know, wrapped up around a deer's antlers? So we brought it back home, and uh, our neighbor down the road uh, has like a little uh, meat house. You can hang the deer up and clean it, and it makes it real easy. We took it there, and uh, he's like, yeah, <laughs> the funny thing is, this is the guy's brother-in-law, you know, that owned the deer. He's like, yeah, he's like, uh, he, he owns a deer like that. You know, he's he usually, uh, it's, it's, he's seen it before. It had a halter wrapped in his antlers, this and that. He's like, I think this is that guy's deer. We're like, oh, we called him up. He's like, yeah, we've been missing him for about a week. We wonder where he was at. <laughs> like, well, he's down there in the meat locker hanging up. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So that's <laughs> the funny part of the story. He's hanging up in the meat locker, so... The punchline is, your dead pet deer is dead. Then we laughed and laughed. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. What time are we doing Fear Takes a Holiday? Uh, 2.30, straight up. Mm. Now, Fear better be every bit as good as the inner voice. I hope so. But he also said fear was more 
body language based. Yeah, that didn't even make sense. I then thought, why give it a personality? I thought fear would just contribute to the inner voice. Like, that's what created the inner voice was the fear. How can fear be its own separate voice? It doesn't voice? make sense. I don't get it. And then all this time, I never expected the inner voice to be telling him to do things instead of stop laying around and eating bad food and being bad for your heart. I thought the inner voice was just telling him he couldn't do things. The inner voice was like, like a funny version of the callers when they start giving advice. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like clever and it was telling him good ideas. That's why the, that's why the fucking callers make him cry. I don't know. Is he getting better? He's getting a little better. With I think himself. he is still. Self-contained pets. Oh, yeah. I think he is. And plus, he's mad at Vince Vaughn. That helps. Yeah. Um, Rustin, of course. <laughs> the funny version of the car saws me laughing. <laughs> but you're the only person I know ever been bit by a fucking zebra. Yeah. I, I, my dad, he, he thought it was the funniest thing he ever seen. We took pictures of my finger. And they didn't. I wanted them to report it to the park as like a complaint, but they, my, they refused to. They said it was my fault for not, um, not fucking. I guess paying attention to the sign that wasn't there. Oh, Rusty! You should come back and gut shut that fucking zebra. <laughs> I know your dad had gone in a car somewhere, just fucking hang out and blast it on the way by. It's zebra meat. Um. Like Kenny Powers. Fucking, it was just a donkey <laughs> that was painted. <laughs> that was a long bit just for that one fucking bad payoff. Brandon, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, Rustin, I think deer hunting is officially over in Texas. I'm from McAllen, about uh, 10 minutes north of Reynosa, the Mexican yeah. border. There's nothing going on. I mean, unless you're probably using a bow, you're really not doing anything. But the main thing is you got to have a place to go. you got to have a place to take your kid or get away from the wife. I don't know that I've shot a deer in maybe a decade, but I definitely go every season and every weekend I possibly can. See ya. No, I'm with you. My, I mean, everybody in my family, my dad on the other side has a deer lease that we go to in camp, and they hunt. I mean, deer leases are fucking cool. And that's one of the things that the north, or at least the cities, kind of blow on. There's no space. There's no room. There's no outdoors. Dude, all you got to do is drive out, out, of, out of the city. Oh, in my car that I don't. That but, I mean, but you say that <laughs> if you're in Dallas, you can't be like, Texas sucks. You can drive out of fucking New York, and it's just, you know, you just drive all the way up through Canada and don't bump into people. No, but I'm saying, like, it's uh, living in the city as opposed to living, like, in the country where you can just walk out your back door and you're in hunting area. Right, but at the same time, when you, you live there, you don't fucking walk out and there's all this culture. That's true. So That's each true. place has yeah. something to give and, and relax. You can't have both. That's what, I, that's what I love about Austin. It's a perfect mix of both. Both. I was so worried that you weren't going to bring up Boston. By today. the way, the Draft House rocks. I don't know if I've said that before, but it's a great fucking place to see a movie. You need an inner voice to tell you to shut the fuck up every <laughs> once in a while. Um, why is this guy that's walking by us adopting Russell Brand's fucking look? I don't know. It's weird, wasn't it? It's like we've all seen Russell Brand, so stop it. Why don't you shave, buddy? Huh? All right, easy. No, seriously, take those sunglasses <laughs> off. Look like at dick. See, this is that's cyberbullying. <laughs> that guy hasn't done anything. I'm gonna start a fuck. fucking Facebook group <laughs> about this jerk Can I off. Tell you, <laughs> you are have a beard and are wearing sunglasses <laughs> and having long hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got blue blockers on. What's up? There's, I'm gonna let this shit down now. Fuck it. There's no reason for you to not like that fucking guy's <laughs> look. He looks like you if you did sit ups. <laughs> 
I got a bandana though. So if I see that guy with a fucking bandana, it's on. If I see that guy with a bandana, I'm just gonna fucking bring him in here. <laughs> Have him tag out with Your you. Your name's Pepper now. <laughs> Don't ever bring up Pepper number one. <laughs> Yeah, they never mentioned cyberbullying is a lot of fucking fun. <laughs> now I just want to fucking feed animals so that they can't hunt on their own. There he is. That's exactly the look that this fucker was going for. I saw Russell Brand when they were shooting. We visited. They were shooting Arthur, the remake. Oh, yeah. Right by our hotel. And we were kind of sitting out there watching the production. They were doing the wedding scene. Uh -huh. um, and he comes, comes riding up on a bike with literally a wife beat wife beater on and cheap hold up sweatpants and fucking that's i mean that's what he was wearing to fucking work and he just got his bike everybody's russell great to see you wish i swear to god i wish i could wear that to work every day just look like shit no one's gonna stop you you're in radio <laughs> that's the beauty of this well, all right tomorrow no monday if, <laughs> radio's the only fucking job that while you're doing it you can piss into a jar <laughs> i saw a fucking guy do it what I'm not going to, uh, well, it's a very well-known talk show host. While he was doing his show, he would have to piss into the trash can. What? Because he was an older guy. Oh, my I, God. I'll just, That's... I'll just, I won't give out his name. Okay. I'll just give out his initials. G. Gordon Liddy. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. <laughs> 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Ryan, Wisconsin. Yeah, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. got to put down my beer battered cheese curd. Mm. Um, yeah, I always thought it was kind of funny when I was a kid. We had the Wisconsin DNR made us have to go to hunter safety class, you know, all this firearm stuff we had to do. Right. And then, but as a rite of passage, then they send you out as a 12-year-old kid with a bunch of drunk guys piled into the back of a pickup road hunting by the second weekend, you know? Yeah, exactly, and everyone's back there is dying from cirrhosis of the liver at age 34. There's nothing more fun than, than road hunting, though. You get, like, a mule, an off-road mule, a spotlight. Mm -hmm. That's that's fun. Not even shoot, but you're just on, you got a lot of beers, a bunch of friends. What? That's a good time. Just let him go, because <laughs> in the meantime, when it's time to shoot, he starts fucking shaking and crying and <laughs> ends up damaging the animal. Your grandfather was right. You're a ratter. This is our ratter. Did you use the right? Yeah, well, or they just meant because you could spell your own name. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I wrote for the Waco Tribune Herald as a teen writer. Where's any of your fucking things? I'd love to read it. Uh, I'll try to find them. I don't know if they're archived, but yeah. okay, I can bring them in tomorrow. Monday. Well, Saturday. I'll meet you here, and we'll all have a great time. Come to special delivery. Um, all right. Uh, they said, holy shit, this kid is lying. This is from an episode of Silver Spoons. Don't steal from Silver Spoons. I don't even know what Silver Spoons is. Thank you. I thought you were too young for that show. Uh, Josh and PA, you're on Running Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Hey. Uh, I have a deer story for you. Great. It doesn't have the happy ending like Rustin's did. I was 12 years old riding in the car with my mom. We come across the deer had been hit by a car or a truck or something, and it wasn't all the way dead. She tells me we can't leave it laying there on the side of the road half dead. Like, what are we going to kill it with? She found me a rock. Twelve years old, I had to beat a deer in the head with a rock until it was dead. Well, first of all, as far as the happy endings, the only happy endings to Rustin's story is that his grandfather had him jerk off on a suffering deer. 
I guess that's a happy ending. At nine. 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 I didn't even come and just joke, jerked off, and it's disgusting. Did you find any of your, uh-oh, big cat back in the room? Fear already done? Is Fear 10 minutes early? Fear's done. Wow, I'm surprised. All right. All right, so uh, earlier today you wrote a bit in your inner voice which fights fear and then fights you. Uh-huh, yeah. You have the Holy Trinity, you, fear, and the inner voice. That's how it works, I think. Okay. That's what I'm learning today as we go along. The inner voice did a piece, and it sounded very much like your comedic voice. Um, very much like what I consider pure Fez Watley. Now let's take a listen. And, and fear is who you, you personally protect from inner voice? Right, yeah. Fear is, what, fear is what gets inner voice wound up. Right. When inner voice is yelling stupid and idiot and moron, uh-huh. fear is what has caused inner voice to get in that uh, Do you place. Ever, ever say to inner voice, don't yell at me, it's fear's fault? No, I hadn't thought of that. Mm. All right. Well, what do you think of when all this stuff is happening? Just make it stop. Okay. All right, so now this is Fear doing a self-contained comedy piece. Fear here, living inside Fez's head with a look at what could go wrong today. Uh, Time to get up. Wait, stay very, very still. Does your heart feel weird this morning? Maybe today's the day where the heart just stops altogether. What's the date? Now picture that date on your gravestone next to your birth date. Yep, today could be the day that it all happens. Uh, Checking online to see if there's a subway delay. The site says there's no delays. You can't believe this website. It could just still all go horribly wrong. Hold it. There's the phone ringing. This has got to be bad news. I'm sure something's wrong. It just sounds like a really, really bad, scary ring. Did I lock the door? If I did, do I have my keys to get back in and get it unlocked again? Walking along, will I get home tonight before it starts to get dark? Weather's turning cooler, darker coming sooner. Am I going to have a panic attack in the elevator? It's going to be too crowded. It's going to be 30 seconds that lasts forever. Getting more and more wound up. Worrying, don't make mistakes, don't make mistakes. Don't freeze up, don't freeze up. I'm freezing up. All right, that's the self-contained comedy bit. No delivery. Uh, Inner voice, perfect delivery. Uh, this, no delivery and no even shot of humor. Well, I tried to make it as authentic to what I hear in my head as possible. Right, but you were doing it as a self-contained comedy bit. Like, Woody Allen writes from a fear-based place, and he has some fun with it. Your fear is just rambling, and where's the delivery? I honestly now think, for this little uh, experiment, inner voice is where it's at. Yeah, it seems like it. Maybe you need to apologize to her voice for not knowing what he says. Because it seems like that's the positive. It's weird that it's positive and yet it's also negative at the same time. Well, it's negative because look what he has to deal with. Uh huh. Look at the fucking craziness of fear. I mean, if you had to hang out with anybody, would it be inner voice or fear? Um, it would probably be. I guess it would have to be inner voice. So why? Although you... I hang out with, I seem to hang out with both an awful lot. Well, you said you protect fear from inner voice, right? Well, it's, yeah. Yeah. I think inner voice is way cooler. Funnier, for sure. Gets things done. 
And is there any positive stuff that you get from fear here? Oh, no, no, because it just runs rampant. So, uh, Inner Voice has positive ideas, right? And is there one positive thing that fear did? Is there one thing that, that you should pay attention that fear has to say? No, just, uh, no, the only thing to pay attention to is putting it down on paper is how fast and out of control it gets. Right, so what you're saying, you have three voices going on in your head. Uh-huh. You have what you call inner voice, fear rambling on about stupid shit, and you kind of trapped in between the two, not knowing who to listen to. Right. But for some reason, you protect fear instead of inner voice, where it seems like fear is the trouble. Yeah, fear. well, fear seemed like it needed to, oh, I guess, be protected. Fear seemed like, like it was getting beat up by inner voice so bad that... Well, yeah, but if, if fear isn't doing anything for you, right? Right. Why would you want it to survive? So why be kind to fear? Yeah. Why let fear survive? I mean, fear is what's dragging you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I, I guess in my, I guess with me, I was thinking that it's the fear. If I could calm the fears down and get inner voice to talk nice to the fears, the why fear, should it? The fears would would, but, would ease up, ease up. But listen, to this fear is what's fucking things up for you. Inner voice seems to be your comedic voice. Everything that inner voice uh, wrote was. Classic Fez Watley type humor. Cruel, mean, cutting, fast, and funny. Right. Fear, there's nothing funny there. There's nothing helpful, and there's nothing even believable. There's not a single thing in there that that you should be doing. Where all this stuff that Inner Voice told you makes sense. Yeah, you should be getting up. You should be eating better. But you maybe you can't do that because of all the other crazy shit going on in your head. Where's the shrink on any of this stuff, Fez? Well, I don't understand why the shrink doesn't talk to you about these things. I mean, we definitely... Well, the, the old shrink, we've talked more about inner voice. I haven't, done, I haven't gotten into so much yet with the new shrink, because I haven't seen him that many times. But, yeah, it just... The cruelty of the inner voice hmm. is what seemed to be a problem. For who? For me and the fear voice. Um... Kyle, you're on the Run Face Show. Hey, Fezzy, I, I think this new fear voice is really your inner inner voice. I think it's maybe your true voice. I think you, you know it's more maybe like a stream of consciousness. It's it's really what you really feel. That's why it didn't seem like it had delivery because it's really what you feel. You sort of just wrote down what came to mind. Yeah, but which voice would be better to bring to work? After today, that's inner voice. What do you mean after today? Now that I know what's going on. Yeah, but up to this point, who do you think is right when you look comedically of the stuff that you've done? Like, when you look at the other pieces that you wrote this week, it's definitely more of the inner voice type stuff. You you had real delivery to that. And I think that's what we call the Fez voice, is what the inner voice is. When you always say, I want to get back to doing Fez, Fez is this person who thinks that he's, you know, superior to the characters he's talking about. Yeah, I think what happens is, um, I, yeah, I guess I'm being too nice. Uh, inner voices, uh, and I'm all confused. The um, 
Who's talking now, fear or the inner voice? It may be fear because it got a little rambly there. Um, here is Matt Boston. You're on Fez. Hey guys, Fezzy, I, I love you, man, but you gotta you gotta listen to me. Inner voice is yelling at fear. It's not yelling at you. It's telling fear to get lost and let you get on with your life. Team up with inner voice and kick the shit out of fear. It makes sense to me. You and inner voice cut fear's throat and let him bleed the fuck out. That's what you need to do. First thing you got to do is apologize to inner voice who's been trying to protect you from fear all this time. You, you need to make a friend there. Say, yeah, I get it. I fucking get it. I'm just as upset as you are. All right, we got to take a break here. When we come back, uh, good news from a certain team from, well, in my opinion, the city that started it all, First Capital. Can't say it out loud because no. Jesus will wake up. I'm sure the people in Tampa Bay where Fez grew up fucking jinx Jesus. So uh, we'll be back with some with a blessing from our own Chris Stanley. It's the Run Fez Show. Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. The Ron and Fez Show. Sirius 197 XM202. Virus. Fuck the machine! Fuck the machine! Time to talk to the Catholic boy, our own Chris Stanley, patron saint of Philadelphia. I really butchered this fucking thing, didn't I, last week? I oh, wish geez, you wouldn't thing. say, I wouldn't wish you wouldn't blaspheme me by saying, this is not the point I want you to curse at all. Oh, sorry. You are right now the uh, charm and blessing of a team that needs you more than ever. So, uh, last time that you did this, no hitter. First time in, I think, 53 years. Don Larson was last, I think. Well, that's very good. That's very good from your own Yankees. Huh? Uh, all right, so let's start it off with the Lord's Prayer. All right. Give it to me right, Catholic boy. It's that starts with Father, right? Yeah. Our Father, out in heaven. It isn't out in heaven. It's our Father who... Is in heaven... Who art in heaven. All right, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom's son? No, the kingdom doesn't have a son. But isn't that, it, that's Jesus. Yeah, but that isn't it. Oh, all right, thy kingdom come. Right. It is how it is in heaven. No. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy Will be done. Mm -hmm. Thy will, or thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Start from the beginning. Oh. Our Father, who is in heaven, who art in heaven, who art in heaven. Well, you know what? I go old school with it, but I'd like you to learn the correct way. Okay, our Father who art in heaven. Right. Hallowed be thy name. Right. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom. Remember the kingdom oh. part. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Mm -hmm. It is how it is in heaven. On earth. It is. On earth. On earth. As. As it is in heaven. Right. On earth as it is in heaven. Blessed. Give us. Oh shit. Give us our daily. Alright, don't. There's no reason for shit. Give us this. Give us this, our daily bread. Give us this day, the way we said it. Give us this day, our daily bread. Oh, give this, uh. Give us this day. Give us this day, our daily bread. Yeah. And forgive. And forgive us our trespasses. Mm hmm. For we're sinners. As we. As we forgive those who trespass against us. Yes. Us, our. I don't. As they forgive us. Ours, uh. Us sinners. I don't know. And lead us. Oh, and lead us not in temptation. Mm hmm. And lead us not in temptation. Protect us, but but and to leave, but deliver, but deliver us from evil. Mm -hmm. Our holy Father, Amen. For deliver us from evil. For thine, for thine. Wow, I don't. Is the thine is the fruit of? There's no fruit. Why would there be any fruit? Ah, I thought loins. There's no fruit and there's no loins. For thine is the. Kingdom, the kingdom of God, the power. What? The kingdom. For thine is the kingdom. For, for the thine power. Is the kingdom, the power, and the Holy Spirit. The the glory. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. I don't remember this at all. For thine is the kingdom, the well, power, I'm sure the glory. Sure, they stopped you by the time you said there. <laughs> How long is this thing? Um, for thine is the power, the kingdom, the glory, our Holy Father, forever, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. All right. Forever and ever. Amen. That makes more sense. You I could guess. say our Lord is with you and that's good, but you don't want to teach that to your kids. You'll be like an animal. All right. All right. Our, so go ahead. Our Lord is with thee. Okay. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed. Blessed be. Blessed art. Blessed art thou. The mother of Jesus. No. Let's start from the top. Hail Mary, full of grace. Blessed art thou. Our Lord. Hail Mary, full of grace. Our Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou. Among. Among us sinners. Among women. Among. Among women. And blessed. And blessed. And blessed be thee. And blessed is the fruit. And blessed is... All right. Blessed is the fruit of us sinners. Why would our fruit be blessed if we're sinners? And blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb. 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 Jesus. Jesus. See, this is the blessed fruit that you were trying to give oh, to the Lord's oh. Prayer. It doesn't belong there. It belongs here. All right. Start from the top. Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace. Our Lord. Our Lord is with thee. 
blessed art blessed art thou among women um, among women hallowed be thy name and blessed and blessed is the fruit is the fruit of your womb of thy womb of thy womb Jesus Jesus now you could say your womb this is the way they do it now I don't believe in that no Catholic thousands old school it should still be I know we should be doing this in Latin if we had any sense alright now keep it going you're on a roll holy holy mother of God holy Mary holy Mary mother of God pray pray for what for us sinners. Mm-hmm. Um, now? Now and forever? Now and at? Now the time of our deaths? At the hour of our death. At the hour of our death. Holy Virgin Mary? What, why are you going on? You're already finished up. You're oh, it's done? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's really short. Yeah. Not the way you do it, but yes. So what do we do? How do we end there? Amen. Name... The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay. Peace be with you. And also with you. All right. Uh, Jimmy, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm about to throw up. This fucking guy, he doesn't understand any of what. But he sounds like a babbling fucking idiot. Ouch. Are you a fucking retard? I am sorry, I'm not good at fucking memorizing. You don't memorize. It's the fucking Lord's Prayer. This is your Oh, life. sorry. He fucking didn't have to shove down my goddamn throat. I'm sorry? Fuck you. Fuck you, you fucking jackass. Oh, sorry, I fucking don't know the Lord's goddamn prayer. Alright, first of all, Hicks, and this is serious, what's that got to do with the peace be with you? You're supposed oh, to do okay. that with things, and your anger pops up, but the proof is this. You're a Catholic kid, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, yes. You were baptized Catholic. Yes, I was baptized. And then they went out of their way, I don't mean they went out of their way, but then they didn't really raise you in the church no not at all no and that's your birthright and this might be something for you to get back into and you know what you wouldn't even be doing this mm-hmm. unless there was a longing in you you think there's what? a longing in you and and i'm not even saying you have to accept it but it would be interesting for you to go back and take a look at your church that you were born in and see what connection you feel there because as you do that you feel some kind of connection don't you oh uh, yeah but the peace be with you uh, that really Feels good. I, it felt good yeah, a, a very odd feeling. Yeah. I, I, that nothing. I didn't expect to feel that. Yeah, we'll go back to old St. Pat's in Astoria. Is it still there? Yeah, I think it's mostly Filipino people go there now, and I don't think the, the they do it in English. But I also still go. Here's uh, our good buddy Arch. Arch, how you doing, Arch? Doing great. Hey Pepper, why don't you hop a train out? Uh, Sunday, and we'll uh, do this together up on the altar. Oh, I don't know if they'll... Now, Arch, Arch, he feels like he wouldn't be accepted back in the church. You're there every Sunday. He would be accepted, right? Absolutely. This is your birthright. You belong there. (sighs) And you walk in with me, you're going to look... Yes. Uh, Maybe I will check something out. I don't know. I just really thought, I don't know, being a sinner and all, and... That's, hey, we're fucking, all sinners. That's why you up. go. Everybody's a sinner, and that's where you. That's why you go there. And then you're, then you you're freed from your sins. I guess are priests always in those confession boxes in old churches all day long. No, you go to a certain time. Oh, don't act like that. it's some photo booth that there's someone's always sitting in. <laughs> that's what I thought. 
And it's much so easier movies now. Movies make it look like it's much easier now, where you could just say, "I haven't been here in a long time." You've right. had your first Holy Communion, right? Yeah, I remember because I remember lines of the priest saying that I knew how to do Rosemary's and Our Fathers. I don't want to. I, I brought this up to you before. There's no such thing as a rosemary. That's a rosary. Oh, what's a rosary? Uh, That's uh, I know this rosary beads. beads. Yeah. yeah, we have to do that, and as you count off in the beads. For all those beads is how many times you would either do a Lord's Prayer or a Hail Mary. Oh, wow. It takes a real long time to do that. Jesus To go Christ. through a rosary. That sounds, that's insane to me. You can't, I, it'll take me fucking three weeks to do that. No, it won't take, well, the way you do it, <laughs> not one of them is right there. Um, we do got to, uh, to move on here, and hopefully those prayers will pay off. I'm not saying anything. I just said some prayers. Well, you're doing what you can. You know, the main thing is nobody, uh, if nobody gets hurt. <laughs> That's the main thing. Um, let's go over here to Gloria in Texas. You're on my face. Hey, Ron. Hey, how are you? Can you hear me? Yeah. Good. Hey, get Pepper to do the Apostle's Creed. What? Do you even know that one? I have no clue what this is. Well, I, sorry, I, maybe if I if I hit a start. I believe in one God. <laughs> Hell no, I don't yeah. know. I have no idea. Why would you say that? I believe in one God, the Father, Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. You know, everybody says that together. No. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. No. He suffered under Pontius Pilate and was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he rose again. You never said any of these? No. No clue what that is. I would have he remembered ascended Pontius into Pilate. heaven and is seated by the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge us and the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the, the Holy part... Catholic Church, the communion Wait, of saints, oh. the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life ever asked, everlasting. No clue. Never heard that in my life. What do you do? I don't understand. I don't understand what happened to you, Hicks. Maybe it was just a bad church I went to. They do the same things at every church. Oh. All right. Uh, good luck to everybody this weekend. By everybody, you know who I mean. A certain team. A little south of here. Uh, John Lennon, 70 years old this weekend. We'll see you guys back here on Monday. Well, mind games. Take care, everybody. And that's the end of my show. Dog. <laughs>